All right. We're back, baby. Iggy's here. I'm here. Eagle's here. Easy's on his way to Hawaii as of tomorrow. Eagle. Easy. You said, I heard, I heard you say Eats. Eats is here. Eats on his way to Hawaii. So it's, uh, P- it's uh, Iggy and I for the next, what, two weeks? Uh, Eagle, what's going on here? Uh, probably? Yeah. Question mark? Two? No, you said uh, three weeks. I think three weeks, yeah. yeah. yeah he's back March 10th, I believe. So we'll be carrying the FPF ship uh, going into the um, month of March, which would be... That Why would you carry a ship when you can sail it? We're going to carry it, my friend. We're going to carry the ship of the, all of our community on our backs, man. Twelve... And there goes the headset because mine, Iggy, mine went on and yours went off. We can't have yeah, we can't have Iggy. all nice things here, Mo. No, we can't. Uh, I feel like that would be like a health and safety violation if we forced to carry a boat. We can carry the boat, and now my headset's all screwed up because Iggy <laughs> punched the. Uh, that doesn't do anything. Mine's still good. Does oh, there we go? We're back. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. So we carry the twelve divisions on our back. Thirteen. Thirteen divisions on our back. Hey, how you been, brother? Uh, good. I've been better. I know you're going to say you're looking at... Uh, I've been better, but uh, no, no, no. I've been uh, good in the FPF world. It's, good. Uh, yeah. Why? Just curious. Uh, okay, just curious. A while. We've done a show in a while together. It's been almost... That's uh, true. It's been a few months, huh? Uh, did we... We probably in the spring... Uh, spring season? Fall Cup? No, Fall Cup. Perhaps I Fall Cup. Fall Cup, because I was off for like, the last five weeks of Fall Cup because mm-hmm. of broadcasting. All right. Um, uh, Last week's show, by the way, we actually finished on time. So thank you, Mo, for that. No worries. Like the other two schmucks. What are we doing here? We're doing less than three hours. Is that the goal? Two and a half? Three hours. Two hours. Okay. Uh, We'll do one more time. All right. Uh, (laughs) uh, Before we get into it, um, we are approaching the halfway point, or for most teams, have surpassed the halfway point. Week seven. Most people. But some teams have played three games. Some teams have played four games, right? So now everyone's played five. Yeah. So this, this, again, we cannot stress the fact that. Please check your roster on the team page of how many games your your player players have all played. If you believe there's a player that is in question that should have had a game accounted for but that wasn't, please email the league now because we don't want to have this fiasco happen, which is always a tradition unlike any other, where people email the league week twelve. Oh, so and so was available and he was there and the you know he checked in but didn't check. You know, please do it now. We stress that point. It cannot be stressed enough how important it is for you to check that out. And make sure your players are all up to date with their games played for. Yeah, I had some players ask me, you know, offline, how many games does it take to uh, for for playoff eligibility? Uh, Magic numbers five, half the season. Uh, if you want to get a sub to play for you for the rest of the season, including the playoffs, yeah, uh, that's really around the time. If you are at, like you said, the team with four games played. Uh, five games played is mm-hmm. too late. Four games played. Uh, well, no, no, if you have five, you can play the remaining five. Uh, now is the time really to yeah. get in uh, last minute playoff uh, subs and playoff uh, eligibility. All right, let's dive into it. Uh, we're going to go to co-ed two. Uh, we are at that point, Iggs, where everyone's played six games except for Team Rocket, who's played only five, but right now they're out of the playoff spot, along with Block Party and Flamingos. Uh, so we look into the first question. Uh who gets that first win, Block Party or Flamingos going towards the final four games of the regular season? So, I like the way, I, I mean, look, they're both winless. But I still like what I've seen uh, out of their performances more out of Block Party, uh, more than uh, more than the Flamingos. Um, they've, while this past game against Fireball was a, a 20 point, so uh, a mercy rule kind of uh, game. 
They lost by one point to Team Rocket. They lost by five to the villains. Uh, so they've shown Six. that you know they they're still been in games, but losing those tightly contested ones. So could their could their record be one and four, two and three? Perhaps uh, they're not getting the clutch plays when they needed. They had in that uh, Team Rocket game. Uh, I believe they were like seven to ten yards away from scoring. Uh, it, it was a little too predictable. I could tell from this, the back line where the ball was going to go before it was thrown. Mm-hmm. So if I knew, t- trust me, Team Rocket knew where that ball was going. Uh, so uh, a little too predictable in, in their play calling. Uh, but I do like what I've seen. They, they've been able to put up the points, uh, whereas Flamingos have, have struggled just a, a little more. Uh, 16, 17 points less. So they put up about three TDs less in their uh, in the same amount of games. All right, so sorry. here's what it's going to come down to. So Flamingos in week eight, this upcoming week, are playing Team Rocket on Sunday at 10. Block Party is playing the IG team Sunday at 7. So conceptually, Block Party could be the first team to get their win if both teams win this week. But let's start with that premise. Do you expect either Block Party to beat the IG team and or do you expect Flamingos to beat Team Rocket? Yes I think no, it's good I think I think neither, but if I had to say one's more likely, I'd say Flamingos are more likely to be- beat Team Rocket even though I don't think that'll be the case. Mo? I look, Flamingos I'm gonna give me, I know we're not going to pick now. It's too early in the show yeah, here. But yeah. uh, I think I give a slightest to Flamingos. I think you you look at this team here. I know they've been unable to score points. Uh, only scoring 20 points once. That was back in week one or week two of the regular season. Um, I think they will get 20. And if they hit 20, I think they win this football game. Okay. Now, let's go with the assumption that week eight is a no-go for both teams. They meet... Sunday, March 5th, 9 o'clock, Hebert, middle field, against each other. Flamingos versus Block Party. So assuming both teams go winless next week, yep. one of them, assuming nose high, is going to win week 9. Who do you give the advantage to? I'm going so, Block Party for it. Uh, I like the Block Party defense. Uh, they, they're very aggressive. They force turnovers. Uh, although they've only gotten two this year, they're a franchise that has proven that they can create turnovers. And William Zuka of Flamingos has thrown 14 INTs already in just five games. So that's not a recipe. Not only has he for- thrown 14 INTs, he's thrown seven touchdowns only. He's at a one to two ratio, not a two to one, which is not good. It's yeah. a one to two ratio. So for that solely that reason give me the edge to uh to block party well remember block party only has two ints this season yep so could they kind of channel their inner Deion sanders and get that uh plethora of ints going their way hopefully because i mean look look who they've played right they played badgers and chris reve that he's twitchy at quarterback but doesn't throw many ints uh fit squad qb uh william brual uh doesn't uh turn the ball over himself very much. Uh, if I had to venture a guess of where they got their interception, it was against likely uh, against Mehdi Shapshub and the Villains. Yeah. Uh, and Team Rocket, they have uh, Paradzi uh, throwing the ball there, and it was a tightly contested game, as, as I mentioned. And uh, Mick Arsenault throws a very uh, 
great deep ball for his own receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I can tell why Block Party hasn't gotten as many interceptions as the past. But against William Zuka, who's been a kind of a turnover machine, uh, unfortunately for for Flamingos, I see them getting two interceptions alone in this game. All right, so deep balls, uh, they have a, uh, a big win over Fighting Tigers. Fighting Tigers and Fighting Galenas by 11 points. Uh, was this a statement win for them? And are they the best two win team at this point of the regular season? Um, I'll go. I'll start with are they the best two win, or I'll start. Sorry, with the uh, the recap of uh, kind of Fighting Tigers deep balls. I, I saw. I caught about ten minutes of this game. Uh, and I actually thought Fighting Tigers were um, were the better team in the first half. It was a tie game in that first half, twenty twenty. Uh, I believe the end of the half ended with a uh, Julian McLaren Thompson Moss for a touchdown uh, on a hook and go thrown by Maud Lacasse, who's back back in at quarterback for Fighting Tigers. Um, unfortunately, I didn't catch the second half, and I was surprised to see the eleven point victory. Uh, by deep balls. Now, in those 10 minutes, I did see deep balls methodically moving the ball quite easily mm-hmm. against this Fighting Tigers defense. They utilized, uh, as you can see it on the on the score sheet, uh, Francois Rochelieu on a couple of uh, dropback plays, which slowed down Julian McLaren Thompson rushing Bruno Privanchet because, my God, Julian McLaren Thompson's a animal when he comes when he's bursting down as a rusher on uh, as on a quarterback, uh, having rushed against well him having rushed me, uh, he's he is fast what, and he doesn't miss the flag very often. So uh, they were slowing him down with the double quarterback mm-hmm. play, getting uh, Francois Rochelieu the ball in a bit of a different position, uh, running with it, taking it off. I think it was for like a twenty yard scamper downfield with a. With a few plays remaining in the first half, uh, I, I anyways all to say I like what deep balls were doing in different ways of moving the ball and uh, and and driving the field. Well, remember deep balls played in the fall cup. Yep, they played in the regular division, not in the coed tier division. four. Yep, tier four. So they they were actually outclassed at times here, but I thought that kind of helped them grow. Yep, um, as a football team uh, in this coed division, which they're in the right division. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about. Um, this roster composition, Ev Charbonneau is, a, is an underrated player that I find uh, with what she, she's got great length on both sides of the football in terms of her cover skills that she has. Um, I know they go very deep with the roster, but uh, as I said about Bruno Provencher, I mean, when he's on, he's on. It's yes. a very tough team to stop. Yeah. And, you know, you know, a guy that, that, um, that I remember watching play, it was Rory Kelly, who yeah. they brought in midway through the season of Fall Cup. Uh, he's definitely brought a different element of uh, disguise, and I, I see. I mean that in a good way yep. on both sides of the football here. So I think you know, like for Mode Lacasse coming off the injury that she is, um, you know, ring rest. If we want to use that term, that might have been the case for her in this situation. But I think she will bounce back, and I think they will be okay. The Fighting Galenas, uh, making sure that they move forward. And look, we know Mode Lacasse is their is their meal ticket as a quarterback for this roster. And they will figure it out. They will definitely figure out moving ahead here. So I think they're okay. And I just think now for deep balls, can they build upon this here and kind of get that momentum going in their favor in terms of the last four or five weeks, five weeks of the season? Right. And do you, do you put them – because these two teams are at two wins now, and so are Hungry Hippos. So who do you have as, as the best of those three teams there? I'm going to say the Galenas, deep balls, and Hippos. And that comes up to the point of the Hungry Hippos, right? They come with a miracle win over the Badgers. 
Uh, down 11 with five plays left, and they come away with a one-point victory. Crazy. The onside kick uh, definitely has worked its magic in this situation. Yeah, it's created a lot of excitement, a lot of uh, bel- is believability the right word? Like hope? Faith. Like, what? Faith. Prayer. Yeah. So... I, I like I, I, to the point where Chris Rive was almost ready to like get his stuff and like not leave, but like get ready, getting ready to shake the hungry hippos' hands. You know, like he was almost at that point, like okay, five plays left. I'm up two possessions. This game's over. Like you just can't let them score quick. Uh, and they didn't even do that. They they let them score with five, literally five plays, the, <laughs> the last play of the game, and. The the you go for one, go for two, go for the onside, and the onside doesn't consume a play anymore. I don't know how. I, I he was explaining to me. I'm like, what was it? Uh, Oli Laberge got a 45 yard bomb. He mossed everyone. Did he did he catch it at midfield and and make everyone miss? He's like, no. He caught it all alone in the end zone. I'm like, what, what do you what do you mean? So they're he bystanders. Caught, what do you mean he caught it all alone in the end zone? You had all your guys deep in the end zone already, right? Like you have four four guys and girls in the end zone and one rusher and, and one uh secondary person to help mm-hmm. with the second quarterback, right? He's like, Yeah. So I'm like, so how how? He's like, I, I, I can't I can't explain it to you. He's just he was wide o- and in the middle of the field, wide open. Touchdown! Right, hungry hippos win on on the onside kick. So, things uh, that even Chris Rivay. Yeah, people explain. are not comfortable with the onside kick and what coverage they should run in defense because you're, you're protecting the midfield point and then you got to protect your end zone as well. Yes. right. And yeah. so it opens it up actually in a way. Uh, it's not like a hail mary because you know it's going one direction, right? It's the end zone. Yeah, we're here. It's midfield and beyond, and that's a lot of ground to cover, which brings the, the element of surprise. For a lot of teams, but look, it, it worked in this situation, and I think once teams get more comfortable and figure out schemes that can work with them, and please, communication is the key. Uh, a lot of people forget about that. I see now three or four uh, uh, extra. I'm sorry, onside kicks converted out of like five or six. So the I, I would love to know what the conversion wow. rate is. Yeah, that's high. Yeah, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot so far this year. Uh, this again, people aren't comfortable with the whole idea, but anyway, it is what it is, though. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi three, uh, half and half. They make a mass statement. They that they could be the best team in Kawhi three over their win of Lasect, who I had picked to win last week. I think so. I think they really made a statement on the undefeated Lasect, uh, really whipping it to them. Thirty. They have wins this year, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I know. Right, Mo. Yeah. They they yeah. they have one win. Uh, oh no, wait, they have a uh, multiple wins. Yeah. Um yeah, 37 to 6. Uh you That's know, a have, loss. It's a, it's it's a, a beatdown. It's a it, yeah, it's, it's a big it's, loss. It's, it's Chris Rivero breaking down the Lasek defense and then maybe they got into their old habits. By old habits, I don't mean necessarily the play on the field, but the oh no, here we go again kind of uh, mentality. Which, obviously, you don't completely annihilate and wipe away, you know, with three or four wins that Lasect had. Yeah. Um, hopefully, that mentality, though, didn't creep in. And and if it did, uh, that for the next games, they need to remember the winning ways, what works, what works for them, uh, and 
to not let those thoughts creep in on the following games because that's going to be important for playoffs. Playoffs are mm-hmm. very tight games. Mm-hmm. And if they get into that situation where they're already down two scores, they can't give up. the. And we just talked about it with the onside kick. You're always, always, always in it. So even if you're down two scores, you get one score. Just always take it one drive at a time. Get your score. Then you need to stop. Yeah. Okay, you can't stop them. Well, time to now start a hurry up offense, right? So, uh, so yeah, I really think half and half made a made a big statement uh, with their win over the Lesecton Brossler. So, statement win by them, but F and F three. Are we surprised that they are on the outside of the playoff spot? And should there be any uh, concerns going towards the final half of the regular season? Look, I as Eagle brings the standings up here. I was surprised. Look, after the midway point, when uh, I I went in with preseason expectations, I didn't think Fast on Furious Three would would be down here with the roster that they've put together. And even though it's Ryan Dobbs Garnett's first shot crack really at at quarterback, I thought he 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 built himself a nice receiver cast even uh, from the feminine side and the male yeah. side. Uh, that I I I'm surprised to see them here. Granted, there's still a, another half of the season left. Uh, there's some wins or losses, I, I should say. There's some losses in there that they would want back, uh, including this past week against Michael Scott's Tots, uh, and even one of the they split their their season series with uh, Canicule. Yeah, uh, Scott's they, Tots have not been played well at all this year. No, and and w- the quote from Ryan and the, and his teammates was not that necessarily Zach was doing anything rushing Ryan that that made him. Uh, nervous or uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. just the idea of Zach rushing him and, 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 you know, bearing down you, I had Zach rushing me this, this past Sunday. Yeah. He gets there. He's one like, now I know what kind of rusher he is. He's the type that gets there every single time. And if you're not releasing that ball quickly, he will get there. He will chase you down. If you're trying to roll out and buy time, he will chase you down and not miss your flag. Eagle, can you give me a, a, uh, a request, please. I have a request for you, please. I can, can get you a request. Yes, yes. thank you. Uh, <laughs> he will get can I fulfill your request? Perhaps yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, can you get me a, a headshot of Jared Odrick? Who? Yeah, Just Google, Google Jared Odrick. O-D-R-I-C-K. Jared Odrick. Yes. And Zachary Albert Gills. And then you want a side-by-side yeah. comparison? Yeah. You're, you're yeah. saying that... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's Zachary Albert Gills. That's not. Yeah. Uh, the, the beard. Okay, yeah. maybe maybe this one. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> what I was looking for. Exactly. That's Zachary Albert Gilles. But definitely not with the dredge. No, no. But not with the that, dredge. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for the Miami Dolphin. And, and if and if Zach let his hair grow a little bit yeah. and got a little bit of a fro going, yeah. yeah, I could see it. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. That's him right there. That doesn't answer the question, though. What happens with Fast Not Furious for the second half of the year? Yeah, so, I mean, what, what I was saying was that he got into his head a little bit. So if... Once, if Ryan's has a clear head, you know, it, that doesn't just go with, with necessarily thinking about a rusher because you should be ignoring a rusher as a quarterback. I, right. you know, I, I spoke with that with him. Um, but even emotionally, right? If he has a clear head emotionally and without, you know, t- stare, staring down the rusher, uh, I, 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 I think they're okay. I think they're in a good position. They have the receiver talent, like I said, at the female and male position. I think they should be fine. They shouldn't be here in the uh, on the outside looking in. 
Uh, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, look, they get sneaky snakes again. Uh, they get uh, Scott's tots as well, so they should recover and get. I think they should finish with three more wins, uh, and that could give them what five wins for the year. Yeah, which should be more than enough for a playoff yeah. spot in my book. I feel like their best chance of winning their games is to swap to another quarterback. We can move on now. <laughs> oh, there you go. Canicule. Uh, uh, is that how you say it? Canicule. Canicule. Canicula. Peas. Canicule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> P- Peas was, uh, he was obsessed with that uh, following last week's show, the, the yeah. Valentine card. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, I can't shake it out of my head. He's like, I just keep hearing it. Canicule. Canicula. Um, yeah, what's the question? So do they have an argument with Athena Ryan being uh, the female player of the year? Yeah, that's. I mean, it was brought up by Peace too. Uh, we got called out there from uh, from the team on on Instagram. You know what? I was looking through the numbers. While she hasn't been performing absolutely uh, uh, like at an outstanding level, mm-hmm. compared to her her female counterparts, they have a case for her to be female uh, player of the year. Uh, like I, like I'm suggesting, you know, what is it? Uh, 13 and seven on the TDINT ratio. It's not great. Two to one completing 45% of the passes. Not again, not great. 75 QB rating. Not great. That said, she's, I believe the only quarterback throwing. So that already gives her an edge. And then no one's running away with a uh, receiver, you know, or someone dominant on the receiving end mm-hmm. uh, or the defensive end. So she she definitely has – she's up there. She, she's, and degree difficulty as a quarterback is not easy anyway. Yeah, exactly. It really is. I mean, you, you would know, Mo. Mm-hmm. It's a very difficult position to play. So for her to be going up against, uh, you know, the Ryans, the Alex Noels, the Alex Larushes, uh, Kenny Boutelier's and, and, and of of, of uh, the division, including uh, Vanessa Pierre, even of, of Paquer. She's a very great defender uh, for Le Paquer. Playing against these these aggressive, strong uh, players in co-ed, she's, she's doing a good job. Right. Uh, on to co-ed one. Uh, ball busters victory over FNF. Uh, what does that say about FNF moving forward? And when you think about it right now, right, that they can be had by other teams below them. So if they can be had by other teams below them, uh, what's going to happen with the record moving forward? It's – look, they were undefeated going in. Did they perhaps underestimate ball busters? Remember who picked them to win, by the way, to, to lose. Or did they play down to their competition as one of those teams? So you're saying matchup dependent? Not matchup dependent, but more like, oh, yeah, guys, you know, like they're winless and – we're just uh, let's just go play a game, whatever it is, blah blah blah. But and I did pick like, ball busters to win, boys and girls. Because I said, and, and why? Why did you do that? False kings. They're false kings. Fast and furious. They're false kings. So we have a, a false king in co-ed one here, proclaimed by Mister uh, Mokon. Yeah. Um, I I look, ball busters played kiss my outlaws very tight. They lost by one or two points. I think their their they their record is is not as bad as, as what it makes them seem as a team. Uh, they were zero and four going in. I don't think it's a true zero and four team. These look at the powerhouse teams uh, that they've played and 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 of the honestly the entire division. So uh, I, I I don't think losing to them was the biggest you know knock on Fast Not Furious. 
off day from a couple of, of players can happen and ball busters just feeling it, it can also happen. So it was just perhaps a night of, of everything going right for ball busters and not everything necessarily going right for Fasano. Well, it's a massive one for ball busters because it keeps them in the playoff race, right? Yeah. They, they are now, had they lost that game, you're still a game behind party mix at minimum for the uh, 10th spot. Yeah. But now they get that victory um, and now are in that conversation with Easy Fun included who get their win as well. But but the thing is now, look at the schedule for uh, Ball Busters. Le Bleu, Girl Scats, LPP, and Party Mix. So the Party Mix game could be the win and you're in if both teams don't yeah. win the same amount of games or they lose out until that last game of the year, which could very well be for the right to go to the playoffs uh, on Sunday, March 26th. Yeah, look, amongst those games, they they do have an easier second half of the schedule. Uh, I believe they can get a win over Le Bleu. They can challenge Girl Scouts, who at first uh, started off hot. Now they're middle of the pack. Uh, and party mix, again, like you said, it might be a win in win in your end situation. Yeah, but I think they can get. Three out of three wins out of the last four games to put them in a in a very good position. They, they should, right? In theory, but if they don't, then that that last game there, the the schedule gods have come through in the clutch once again. Yep. Um, so Power Rangers, fun, uh, the the better three one team. Uh, Power Rangers, uh, what do you think right now? There's only one three and one team, yeah. Mo. So no, Power no, three win team, three, three win. Oh, three better? win. I heard yeah. three and one. No, no, no like, three oh, win. Okay. Three better. Uh, th- who's the better three win team? Right. So we got Power Rangers included in there, uh, the Funny Club as well, who are three and two. So who is the better team right now? Because you put Power Rangers of the Funny Club on the screen. Or great look, picture. By the look way. at it. It says of the Funny yeah, Club. Okay, Mo. I'm the same. It caught me <laughs> off guard. Uh, w- w- what the the uh, the Canon picture, uh, team picture. Thanks, Eagle. Um, did you take that picture? Is it maybe a height discrepancy uh, somewhere? Uh, why would I do that? <laughs> I don't take pictures. <laughs> I yell oh, at other people for not taking pictures. Right. Um, I think the easy answer is to say Power Rangers. but And it's not that they've been sliding. They, they won their last game. But I think it's the Funny Club. I think the Funny Club are a team that's getting better and better each and every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took their first loss... To uh, to Fast Not Furious. Uh, sorry, their their second loss to Fast Not Furious back on week three, and I think they learned a lot. I think the first two weeks they had Alex Nadeau uh, Pius. Not Guillaume Belon. Not not Guillaume Belon or all of them. Guillaume Belon ha- has the most touchdowns and passing yards yes. on his roster. Yeah. Yes, but that's not what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying though they they also have Guillaume Belon's quarterback. Right. So that. They've they've turned to him, I believe, for roster and cap purposes. Yeah. Um, I I think it's them. They've learned to utilize him and Will Trotzier as a dual quarterback kind of uh, situation going on. Yeah. Uh, and I think they've started get, getting a better grasp of that offense. And I think right now, if you were to put these two teams together, I think Funny Club comes out on top by scoring by virtue of just scoring more outright points. Well, Funny Club's raw, raw, um, schedule, a big part, isn't easy, right? I mean, Kiss My Laws towards the end of the year, power range they get as well. Um, talk about LPP, uh, Northern Braves, that is not an easy schedule for, no. for the Funny Club here. And at three wins, if they can hit five, I think that should be more than enough to get in the playoffs right, with the way it's shaped up here. Three can be enough, but they'll need at least 
two more, I think, to be in that in that safety zone here going towards the playoff uh, discussion at the end of the year. Well, so they do play in the last game of the season, right? So yeah. it, And it's likely going to be a tune-up game for the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps for a matchup later down in, in the road. Uh, who do you think wins that that last game of the season? If you had to, if you had to pick today with power the way Rangers. they're with they're playing, you're power picking Rangers. Power. Rangers. Yeah, I so said PZ made fun of me because he thinks he thinks I'm stuck in the past on the Power Rangers. Right. But I go, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Rangers are okay. They're going to be okay. They'll be a top five team in the playoffs. I think they'll be top end of this playoff bracket. And it's all matchup dependent at that point here, who they get in that first round moving forward. So, uh, speaking of game situations, uh, Lorraine Beauchamp, if um, other than her. If you needed a clutch extra point to win a game, which female player are you taking? And you've listed Florence, uh, Florence Leonard, uh, Marcine, who's fantastic, Rochelle Valier, who's a big fan of the show, and Constance Miliar. Um, who you got? I'm between two. Uh, this player, one of the players, is is every week uh, getting better and better. Uh, I'm between Rochelle Valier. And uh, and Constance Mila, those I'm, I'm between uh, those those two players, and I, I as much as I I, I like the week by week progression from Rachel, I'm gonna go with Constance Mila. She's done it at a at a higher level, at a more uh, consistent level for longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quote from Luca Canvel uh, of uh, some of the teams that he plays with me on is that he's like, this girl's ridiculous. They play together on bench warmers yeah. in co-ed too. He's like, holy crap, she has better hands than I do. I'm like, yeah, I told you. Like, This is a really good teammate you have in Constance. Right. So give me the clutch hands of uh, Constance Milan to come out with that big whether it's one point or two point convert, uh, I, I I'm most confident in Constance Milan coming down with it. I think Rochelle Valier's stock is on the rise. Uh, she had some awful quarterback play in co-ed in years past. I told her I go the quarterback that was throwing the ball in fall cup was terrible. Didn't get you the ball properly. She had no answer. Were you the quarterback? No. <laughs> it was a guy that's uh, PZ's BFF uh, uh, friend of me, more like an enemy, not friend of me. Not enemy ego. Be enemy. No. Uh, Gino. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Emma Racine. Her her pedigree, her her resume as a football player is, is second to none. Yeah. Uh, if you know her background of who she is in terms of her athletic uh, traits, I think she is a wonderful player. I think she has the if factor as a as a football player, male or female. And if you need a clutch play, her hands are like magnets. Yeah. And I'll go with her as my option. I saw her play once. I'm like, I've never seen someone run such a crisp uh, wheel route out and up. Um, yeah, like her, like she comes from a family of athletes. Yeah, yeah. It showed. I'm like, yeah. wow. That was a clean, yeah. clean cut wheel route. I'm, yeah. I was very impressed. Absolutely. All right. Um, you want to j- jump in here? Who who did you take? No. Perfect. All right, on to 5A as uh, we move on here. Uh, are we going to be joined by Joy Nataro? We will be joined by Joy Nataro so, in just a second. Look Perfect. at that. It's 8.43. Yeah, we two minute The two-minute warning. Professionalism here, here my friend. Uh, do you want to go with the first question? Wait oh, for that's you. what we are. Yes. You so wanna... there's actually breaking news in uh, in 5A. Dun, 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 dun. You, you have been on uh, on the news segment. So breaking news in uh, in quarterback quarterbacking situation in 5A. Uh, the in-university quarterback of Travis Moses uh, will no longer be there. Uh, he will be replaced uh, potentially 
by AJ Gomes, and we are now joined by Joey Nataro, who's who's uh hello Joey. Hey. What's up? What's up? Sorry, boys. Hey. I'm working out. <laughs> he's he's at the gym, Mo. Yeah, we 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 put we 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 put, we bet you over there. Two twenty five over there. It looks like a two twenty five chest over there, Joey. No, no, no. One eighty five maybe. Yeah, what are you uh, playing three? Huh? look at that. Huh? Uh, yeah. And how much you weigh, Joey? One fifty seven. You should yeah. So you should the bent the minimum is that you should be benching your own weight. No, that's right? that's so. actually a false. Is it? It's a false. Thing. It's a false, it's a false king. king. It's a false okay. King. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so Joey, give us the uh, the breaking news of uh, your quarterback situation in Division Five A. We're talking Five uh, A. We're unveiling the quarterback news that Travis yeah. Moses will uh, no longer be there. What's the situation with maybe yes no AJ Gomes? Well. Uh, by the looks of it, Travis is probably staying, and if he can't make games, then I'll be throwing. So, oh, turn of the tides here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And what 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 has led to this situation in terms for those who don't know what is going on with this team here of the quarterback carousel that you have right now? Um. So basically, we were supposed to make a team, me and Travis, because we're like we're good friends, so we just wanted to bring a bunch of new players in the to experience flag. So that's what we did. You know, it was just me and him that have the experience. And uh, basically, his work call and said he has to start working night shifts. So most of our games are at night, as you guys know, and that's uh, that was a big problem for us. So I see, I see, you look like a, like a dejected puppy right now, a very sad dog that you lost, Travis know. Moses. Either way, I could throw too. I could throw too. Uh, yeah, I uh, we we played in a preseason game, and uh, I was impressed by uh, by Joey. He obviously has the uh, the the understanding of the game, having played with a few different quarterbacks, and. Uh, and he definitely has the skills, and he put those two mm-hmm. together, and he was he was pretty good against a Division Four Kiss My In Laws six and O team currently, and he 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 scored like three or four TDs. So I was uh, I was definitely impressed. There's something definitely to work there with uh, with Joey. Uh, Joey, second question here: Did you specifically ask to be on the show while you're at the gym, just so you can uh, you can flex on us? Yeah, because you were yeah. touching your right bicep the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I've been noticing that about you. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. He's blushing too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where, where are the earphone, the headphones, the cool headphones when you need them? No, uh, seriously, Joey. Uh, in Division Five A, uh, how have you felt? Uh, your team. You said you know you have a bunch of new players. How have you felt that the team has progressed uh, at the midway point of the season? Um, honestly, defensively, we've been struggling, and that's why when we brought AJ in, that was a it was a big step for us, and he helped our guys a lot. Just the understanding of the game, where to shoot where to play, where to just position themselves. And as you can see, that's what really helped us. Not only having them there, of course, but um, offensively, I think that we're a threat because uh, as you guys see, like the plus minus when we were, we were one and four before that last game and we had minus 14. So all the games were close. I think the, the most we lost by was six points. So uh, I think we're keeping a solid on, on that end. So Joey, I mean, you guys are literally the middle of the pack right now. Two yeah. wins, right? There's no one else but two wins, but you guys. So... Are, are we putting that conversation as being a upper class team or a team that's going to kind of be where they are or even lower because of what's going on with your uh, uh, roster composition? I think it depends on on everybody else around us, like not me. You know, everybody else needs to step up, and if they get the better understanding of the game, then for sure we'll be better. But as of right now, I think that we're uh, we're underperforming for sure. So I think we could be a lot higher. Are, are you nervous though? Because you only have four more games left. You, you guys played you and one of the teams played the most games of six so far, knowing that there's only four left. That any other loss could be damaging to uh, towards your playoff seat, or maybe knock on wood, maybe a playoff spot overall. 
I think we'll make playoffs at least, but I think uh, if we don't win any more games, then it will definitely be a struggle. We'll be in the lower bracket for sure. Um, yeah, I think we would need at least one or two more wins to just secure a solid place. Middle of the pack would be nice. There's two games uh, that you have coming up. You got Red Knot Skins. I'm not sure if you've seen them play. Uh, but you also have West Island Boys. Uh, these are two of the, I'd say, upper echelon teams. Uh, very strong rosters. Um, what are you looking forward to uh, or not looking forward to, to when playing these teams? Uh, I'm looking forward to testing their defense, seeing if, they're, uh, if they can keep, uh, keep up with us on our offense. But... Uh, like I said, games are really going to come down to our defense. If we can't, if we can't make a stop or two, then we're gonna, we're definitely going to drop those games. So, uh, Joy, right now, moving forward now with 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 what you have left, of course, four games left. Um, is this now a, a situation where again, what I'm trying to phrase is that is this a do or die moment now for you guys? That, look, I mentioned before, if you lose a game, it could help, it could hurt you, but. You want to go into the playoffs with momentum. So how important is this next game to kind of build that that momentum going towards March, given that, again, you only have three more games after that? Uh, I mean, I think this is a statement game for sure. If we could win this, then, uh, then teams will definitely be looking out. Because I know, like I said, we haven't lost by many points. All our games have been super close. Yeah. So I think this one will be definitely a statement if we could, if we could stamp it down. So, Who's the one player that you want to break ankles in this division? One player I want to break ankles. I mean, any. I'm not. I'm not picking and choosing. Come on, you gotta give us one name. I don't have anybody for real. Is, I just... is there okay? So okay, give us your best. Uh, your best play where you broke someone's ankles in this league, regardless of division. In this league, yeah. Regardless of year or doesn't matter what year or division. His career, yeah. FPF. I, I don't even know. It's uh. I don't see myself as someone that breaks ankles. I guess my yards after catch, you know, whatever I'm gonna do is it's gonna happen, you know. Like I, I see him break some ankles though. I mean, it happens. That's it. It could happen to me too. Oh, come on, <laughs> it never happens to you, Joe Mataro. Oh, I could. Players are wearing training wheels because they don't want their ankles to be broken by you. <laughs> I mean, if they if they set up properly, they can for sure pull the. So, pull... Who who's the best quarterback you played with? Best I played with? Yeah. <sighs> Probably Steve. Steve. Oh, Steve. you didn't pick your man? No, Steve. Steve's a, an amazing quarterback. Harry Prasad. Yeah, I have no choice. I have to pick him. That man's a legend. Yeah. Okay, but why do you like playing with him specifically? Over your boy Iggy. Uh, or anyone. I think he's just smart. He, you know, he, he picks apart the field. The ball's not coming to me all the time. You know, he, he sees the field well. He takes what's there and he doesn't force it, you know? So, uh, yeah, I'd rather win games than get a million targets, right? So... Go ahead. Eric. Yeah. Uh, uh, last question for me here, Joey. On uh, him, university. Uh, let me rephrase that. You're normally rushing on defense. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you've been that have that patented uh, uh, jump in the air pick six uh, that we that we've all come to love. Uh, but you're now playing in coverage more uh, with him, university. Um, what have you found the biggest struggle to be in uh, while being in coverage? Um. I mean, I've learned the game pretty well, so I'm, like, pretty well-rounded, I'd say, for myself. But it's just uh, more so teaching other people where to be. So if somebody's out of position, then it ruins all of our defense, right? So I think it's just more so... So communication as Yeah, well? the communication is probably the hardest part on the field. Joey, you know the game Two Truth and a Lie? Yeah. 
All right, I want you to do the Joey Nataro FPF edition of Two Truths and a Lie and see if these guys can figure it out. Oh, oh man, I don't even know. Okay, let's see. Um, most yards I've had in the game was 135. Most touchdowns in the game, three. And I have 12 pick sixes as a rusher. I think uh, statement one and two are are legit. Yes. It's definitely the last one. That's a lie. Yeah, yeah. This guy, this guy ain't tall enough <laughs> to get picked. Too easy. Like Come that. on, Joey. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll listen. Be, I'll if 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 we, if we do an X-ray show, we can talk about uh, that infamous Labor Day night in 2022, uh, Mr. Otaro. You and I crossed paths at a wedding. Uh, that was a rough night. That was, yeah, a, that was rough a rough night for you, big boy. You're <laughs> really surprised to see me. You're like, what the bleep is going on over here? See that? Yeah. That should have been your lie right there. I never saw Mo Khan in a social event. <laughs> we would have believed you. I don't yeah. want to see him either. Oh, yeah. Don't worry but, about that. It was a rough night for this guy. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? It's so-and-so's <laughs> wedding. I'm like, oh, I'm here next door to your wedding. So we shared a couple laughs. You know, Now he's a little bit nervous about that one there. <laughs> That's all right, though. Joey, any last thoughts to the community, to members, if you want to like call someone out for something stupid or shout someone out? Uh, shout someone out. Oh, I'm going to shout out my snapper because uh, – He's been killing it this season. You know, it's his first year playing flag or any even football in general, and he's been popping off. So I just want to give a shout out to him. So you brand him name, give him a name. Yeah, yeah. say he has no name. Snapper, <laughs> snapper, the Red Mamba, Brandon Kerr. Oh, we've got a nickname here, Red Mamba. All right, the Red Mamba. <laughs> Fair enough then. Well, Joey, thanks so much for joining us, man. Give back to the uh, weights, man. Yes, sir, you know, curls for the girls, man. That's all you got to do. <laughs> all, right, all right, boys. Thanks, all right, dude. Thanks, Be good, brother. so much. Be good, man. Good night. Join the tarot. Man, that was an epic night at that wedding night. All right, uh, that's another story for another day. All right, uh, save the turf tools. Um, like, they've lost their last two, but now scored pretty much uh, almost like a 2-1 to ratio, 25-71. to 71. Um, Look, I remember you and I called that uh, Fall Cup final where they blew a 19-point lead in the second half where they're up 19 nothing and they lost in overtime. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say. West Island boys and to lose the tip-top shape. And the last four games, you know, you got big fat bats who are not an easy out at all. No friend zone will not be, will be tricky for them. This is a team right now, Iggs, that has kind of uh, been going through turbulence mid-flight of their regular season. Yeah, they're, they're kind of stuttering. Maybe it's not the worst moment. Probably if they were, if they go on a, what would it be, a six-game losing streak, that would really be stumbling into the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. I, I think already at four wins, they've, likely secured a playoff spot. Yep. Obviously, haven't officially clinched anything yet, but if they were uh, to go on a six-game winning streak, that would be truly stumbling. Uh, but they're really hitting a hard rock right now. And kind of like what we were discussing with Lasect in Coed 3, I hope it's not in the back of their minds, you know? Yeah. Like, uh-oh, we're letting, you know, a three-score lead go, go to waste. Uh, although... I saw that West Island boys game. They were never in it. Uh, and from a 28-6 to six score line, that just tells me they were never in it unless they scored first or it was a 6-6 six, six yes, type, type ball Can game. I throw another option out here yes, in terms of what's going on? Yes. All the success they've had in previous divisions is starting to catch up to them, and the systems they were using need to evolve to new systems to deal with the new competition. And the first few games, they got away with it, but now that they're playing, quote, better teams... They're struggling a little bit more in that same system. 
And so if they do go on a losing streak on these last few games but manage to kind of ramp up along the way and build out whether it's new offenses or new defenses to understand how to play at this level, that might actually be an advantage going into playoffs where you've taken your your beatings when they didn't matter necessarily because you're already in, and now you're better prepared for the playoff matchups that are coming ahead. That's a fair point. Yeah, it's a fair point from Eagle. I mean, that, that could happen. But I, I think for Steve, the Turk tolls, I think they will rebound back. Uh, will it be rebound that they can make a deep run? I'm not too sure about that. But um, I'm not saying that there's no window. I mean, there's probably a window for teams who are older, but age demographics. But I think this window of dominance for them could be coming to the halt because they had their chance to win. And, and Fall Cup was a chance to kind of go into this season with momentum. And right. they kind of stumbled, as we saw in that epic game that we saw at Papineau. Uh, back was it November or December? December, right? Uh, no, I want to say early yeah, December. yeah, early it must December. have been yeah, yeah. early December. Early yeah. December, you know. Uh, Clinkers. Um, we look at Clinkers as a team that we know very well with uh, Marc Andre Deslonier, who's a, a, a legend within our walls here. That speak easy moments right now for them. Losing to these guys could that cost them a little playoff spot? I still believe in Glory Boys. I think Backwoods finds their way back in that conversation. And I think Clinkers, look, I know Mark Andre was off for what a year, a season, a, a year worth of games, right? He was, uh, he played in the spring, outdoors. I, I remember scorekeeping one of his right. games. So yeah. he's, like, you know, and he has not been in rhythm. Like he's yeah. not been in tune. So does this hurt them in the long view of what they're going to be for playoff spots? So I, t- I'm on your bandwagon of Glory Boys, uh, thinking that even at one and five, they're not, they're too good of a team to not make the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they're good, man. They are. They lost to Clinkers, by the way. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I was just going to say is so that they don't have the uh, or Clinkers do have the tiebreaker there. Yeah. And Clinkers are playing Backwoods Football Club right now mm-hmm. um, or in their next game. So that's going to be a critical game. Uh, I personally, though, I think at the end of the season, they're going to look back on this speakeasy game and said, this was our shot. This is where we began our trending downwards and, and where the reason why we're not in the playoffs yeah, today. Yeah. I, th- I, I really think speakeasy was the team that they needed to win to really make sure that they got to three or four wins on the season. Yeah. The resume would have been solid with that. Would have been cement. Uh, yeah. Very, very solid. Yes. Yeah. And without it, I, I think they, they, they go into the backwards football club game with one foot, Outside the door. Now, keep in mind, this game, they did not have Matt as QB. So, does that change your perception in terms of, well, okay, given the situation, what are you going to do? We'll go back on track next week type of thing? Or is it still like doomsday? Want to go in the play-by-play and just see at what point Michael DeGear went in and see if, uh, yeah, he started the game and threw a pick six. So, as soon as... They realized that, uh, and if you go back to... And he got uh, intercepted on his second possession as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and, and they, they made more of a comeback when they pulled the gear and went with Chris Verro mm-hmm. at, at quarterback. They probably made that decision too late now that we, you know, we go through the, the play-by-play. Had they started Chris Verro earlier in the game, does, does that, you know... May, you know what? I said they point back to this game. Maybe they point back to that moment 
where crap we didn't adjust quick enough. Did we read sh- the signs? We should have we should have yeah. made the switch earlier in this game because they outscored them twenty to twelve in the second half. Right? Yeah. They, they got shut out in the first, put all twenty up in the in the second half. We ran, we ran out of racetrack in the yeah. second half. That's pretty much about it. Uh, on to five B. You know what? Iggy, I'll try that samosa for you, my friend. Let's try that samosa. Yeah, really? Yeah, let's try that. Let's see how this Here we go. Going. I brought samosas. Yeah, let's see how this goes. And, uh, and Mr. Mokan here. Let's try the samosa here. Did you want the, uh, the ch- is it chutney sauce? That's not chutney sauce. That's like a white man sauce. <laughs> let's see here. Let's see. Where from, are these from, by the way? Are, from, are oh, they from an authentic, sauce. legit place? or It's, it's from Bombay Mahal. Yeah, it's sweet sauce. Sweet sauce. It's just, uh, we'll call it sweet sauce. But yeah. Um, we're going to have the, so we've been thinking about having, you know, the Arush challenge, bringing that back next week. No, sure. Next week, no, perhaps do two weeks because sure. or in two weeks. But, uh, so we've had, you know, the Arush challenge. We've had some other, uh, some other food items here entered Mo Mokons. Ooh, it's not too bad. Okay. I'll take that as, uh, it's pretty good. Huh? What would you do to change or improve the flavor? Gotta be more spices, man. Yeah, it's not the spiciest. No, but no, it's made for the white people. But is that I'm allowed to say that? Yeah, I can say that. Sure. Yeah, because Indian restaurants before we get to five B. So I'm gonna tell some. I'm gonna tell people how, how it works, is. Oh, how it let's is let's hear. Okay? Let's let's let everyone listen. Put the volume a little higher on your podcast. So Mokan, if I walked into an Indian restaurant with you two fools, you are their target market for business. Not right. me. Right. Not me. They don't care. They'll look right through me and look at you guys as being the money signs. The what about all those places in like like Lacadie and Jean Talon? Same area? thing. They don't care about me. Oh, yeah. Hey, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, listen, sir. How about you get this, 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 and this? You know? Because you are their target market. You are going to come back because I had this at home. And look at him. He's just <laughs> as he takes another bite. Yeah. <laughs> it's simple. It's not bad, though. Not too bad. It's not, not too bad. bad. I'll take that. I'll take that as a win. Okay. Penetrators. We know this team very well. Um, they have momentum. I uh, going back to the fall cup to where they are now. Uh, they're in a tough division though. Yeah. You think about right now, even with four wins, they're still in a tough division. Blue dry included as well. Um, what are we taking from this team now? Um, going towards the final half of the season. Could they make a run here? Blue dry at five one red dragons who I love a lot. They are in 10, but of course the two ties could cost maybe, um, a head to head tiebreaker where, the, where it could be. But, they're they're momentum right now. They're rolling and going here for penetrators. Yeah, they're on a four game win streak. They lost their first game of the season to Warriors, and since then uh, haven't lost. And Warriors that game uh, started or had Benji Ziegler available at, at receiver and DB, where he that's the only game he's played so far. So he's not a full timer. It appears on on the Warriors, and to lose to those Warriors by just one point with the. Uh, the exotic uh, Benji Ziegler, uh, they're, they're, they could have been easily 5-0 and at right. this point. So Exotic because he's rare or because he's fancy? Both. <laughs> both things can be true, Eagle. And in this case, both things are true. Uh, they could easily be 5-0 and and not, like you said, in a very tough division. Now, they are playing uh, Blue Dry. Uh, what could have been um, Red Dragons? So... Three teams, uh, or at least in blue, dry, and red dragons that have already uh, reached the four win mark. So they'll they'll be tested in those games to see truly uh, how far they've they've progressed in FPF. I, I do love their progression. They're one of those uh, 
uh, Killer Ray type teams uh, like Red Dragons, who are a bit of a more recent developed uh, FPF talent coming up from uh, from Division Six. Um, but they they now have their Fall Cup title under their belt. Are, is it maybe a case of they're the champs until they're not? Mo, well, here's the thing, right? They have one game in hand against those two teams, Red Dragons and Blue Drive. Um, they yep. did beat Pe- uh, Dragons back in the Fall Cup. I, I scored up that game. Yep. I remember it was on Monday night. Yep. Uh, so they had that going for them. Uh, Blue Drive's the next game, as we know. And the key for them will be Jared Goodman, how he plays. If he is locked in and he's Justin, a bit, Justin Goodman. Justin Goodman, sorry. Yeah. I'm saying Justin. I apologize. Justin yeah. Goodman. If he's locked in, he is a, a phenomenal two-way quarterback, arms and legs. Mm-hmm. And he's got that confidence and arrogance in a good way that he can make any throw in that football field. And being a left-handed quarterback makes it more unique. I know we, we have <laughs> yeah. our very own here at PZ. Yeah. But this team has some good dudes on both sides of the football here. And if they do beat Blue Drive, and if they uh, have that chance here to beat Penetrators, they will win the division because they'll have the one game in hand here. Yeah. Yeah, they make cash in for a win. They control their destiny, and they could be a one-loss team going towards the playoffs. Yeah, they're they're going to be uh, a contender for sure in uh, in in five B. Yeah. Um. So with Wolf Jules Fortier quarterback, uh, they're one and one, and the last loss to Vic in the Box was it was a close one, a competitive effort here. So are we buying to this stock here that they could be a team to watch out for go towards the last half of the games? I think it's their best option at quarterback, even though statistically he's not the best option at, at quarterback. They've bone, both him and Xavier Parent have thrown eight touchdowns. Uh, he's thrown two more interceptions than him. Uh, but they they won their their last recent uh, their most recent game against Stormers by ten points. Uh, that was Sunday at the same time as my game. It was going on uh, on the field next to me. Um, I I mean it's it's one of those situations where you keep rolling. You know, you you just you're coming off a win. Keep rolling the same lineup. Um, Green Monster are coming off a loss themselves, uh, so that might be a trap game for Green Monster facing off against Wolf. Looking at them, they they might not think too much of them, but it's an athletic team. Um, and Jules, he's new at at quarterbacking, um, but he, he he would strike me as a two way. Uh, or two-way threat, like you kind of suggested with Justin Goodman. Uh, maybe the arm talent isn't there yet, but he can definitely run. That's his uh, in in that win against the Stormers. Uh, he had one, if if not two. Just uh, checking up on it right now. He had one one touchdown, three rushing attempts, sixty-eight yards, and a touchdown. So he's he's driving the field one and a half times with just with his legs and only on three attempts. So it's not like. He's looking to run every second play um, and went 10 for 20. So completing 50% of his balls, four TDs, two INTs. So it's a very raw talent at quarterback for, for right now. But putting up 34 points is is not easy. In no, FPF. no, it's not. Uh, for your first shot at quarterback. So keep keep running with him. Green Monster is a very good defense. Uh, he'll be definitely be tested there. If he can put 26 on them. Yeah. He's definitely the quarterback moving forward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll be fascinating to see what they do with Wolf, if they can keep up at the clip that they are. Um, if they go, you know, three and two, that's good. 
That's good for them moving forward. Yeah. Okay, so I, I've watched Cover 3 play. I yes. know them very well. Me too, I saw they're, them. They're 0-4, 0-5 now, I believe it is? Yes, 0-5. And Balsar is also 0-4, 0-5. Both teams, 0-5. So, Cover 3 should be, they should have a one or two under the belts. Um, Luca De La Salle, I know very well. Uh, he's an attack quarterback for Champlain College. I thought so. I, and I, lo- He looked like a tackle yeah, quarterback he is, he is. struggling in flag. Yeah, and, and for whatever reason, he just hasn't figured it out from, uh, from uh, Champlain stuff. But they've underachieved, man. This is a guy that I'm not saying he's going. He should be putting up video game numbers and right, you know, no. like Madden, like no, like nine TDs after four games is pathetic. Like this guy should have at least 15, 16. Like you know, and I, I remember, a, yeah, I score kept their their second game against Penetrators back in Jan. And he was not that great then. And I thought, okay, maybe it's just him adapting to the game and not used to it or whatever. It was their second game. Or they had two games in the first, like, you know, three weeks of the season. But they should be better than what they are. And I'm surprised they're 0-5. And could they win? They're not going to be killer rays this week. You can, nope. you can lock that in. Um, Brewers might be their circle game. That might be the game. Bulldogs, very tricky. I don't think so. Primal, no way. So Brewers might be the only one that, that they get. And that's in week 11. So that's March 18th. If we then take a look at Ball So Hard U, yeah. they have Red Dragons coming up. No I don't way. think I don't think they no. got a win there. No they got no. Primal next. No. I don't think so. They have what could have been on March 20th. No. I'm quarterbacking that team now, so I don't yeah. I don't think so. Uh their next circle game to win is Pocket Rockets March 26th. So March 18th for cover 3 I think is uh is the answer here. Yeah, yeah. That could be it for them, and uh, I'm just surprised. You know, Delsal should be a lot better than where he's at, and that's not how it's supposed to be for them. So, yeah, no, I, I like you saw them in week three, yeah, uh, January 22nd. I saw them on Wednesday, January 28th, and yeah, I wasn't impressed. No. I'm like, he can definitely throw a football, but that's about it. The the game concept seemed uh, for, very foreign to him. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so the, the, he definitely needs that playbook adjusted. Okay, so on to women's. Um, after their 38-38 tie against Le Bleu, uh, Vortex, uh, their next four games, Fleur de Lys, uh, Montréal U, Stars, and Bleu Poud, that is a death row of games. Yeah, that's that's tough. Now, if that, this is PZ, he would be like, oh, they're either going to win all four games. Well, that said, they did just tie... The number one seed, the final, even though they lost in the finals to Bleu Pou, they were the finalists there, uh, and uh, and we know their their success outside of, of FPF as well. That's a statement made by Vortex, yeah, in, in my opinion. Um, but how how are they going to fare necessarily in those uh, in those next four? I I think they can come away with three wins. No way. I think so. Vortex is going to beat. Those teams that we listed right there. I think I I think it'll be very tight. It's a one point loss or victory against Fleur de Lis. I think they can have Montreal. Be Montreal U. U. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, they, I I I feel like it's a eight or nine point win over Montreal U. I think it's a three point win over Stars, and I think they'll lose to Bleu Pou. They'll go two and two. Maybe one and three. I think Stars could be the, the wild card because Stars might be in play for a playoff spot at that point. They might be chasing this spot. I'll give you two and two because the one point victory or loss to Fleur de Lis, but at least two wins at most. Uh, I'll go, no, I say at most three. I really think Bleu Pou is uh, is very strong. 
they're very strong. They'll, they'll pick it up. Uh, I think Vortex will be a middle like they'll their target range will be three to six. That's gonna be their playoff spot. Yeah, uh, that's well, if they get the three seed, that's they're looking good. You know, starting the their playoff run. Yeah, but you also avoid Le Bleu. Uh, if you can exactly. avoid Le Bleu, uh, bees even even I'm not really buying to bees. Uh, I explained that to Peas last week. Yeah. Bleu Put is the team I'm watching out for because they could go on a run. Yeah, they can definitely go on a run, and, and if they do, they might get themselves a top three. Okay, so with five receivers in the top twenty. Do Brutes have the best receiving core in women's division one? And which offense offers the second best? I think they do. Uh, when you when you look at uh, all the stats for, uh, at least even in, or sorry, in receiving yards, uh, that's where we're looking at the top uh, top 20. Uh, it's the, There's no other team like them. There's B's. Uh, which have three receivers um, in the top eleven. Yeah. So that's probably my 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 number two as a uh, as an overall. Even though the stars Emma Rousseau, Alexandre Fournier, they are the one two punch right now in women's with three eighty eight and three forty seven. Yeah. Combining for yeah, that's over seven hundred yards of offense that they're uh, that they're producing. Uh, the the question really is the depth at the receiver position, and I think I don't think there's any team that can do what what the brutes are are you know, five receivers with over two hundred and thirty eight yards. You know uh, why? Of course, you know, it's our girl banged up. No, yeah. no, 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 my home. Hey, 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 don't you're, you're my home girl. okay? So it's just look at this. Was how was the samosa? It was fine, but it was my home girl. <laughs> It was my homegirl. Like, you guys, oh, no, no, no. I was silently watching no, at home. silently, yeah, yeah. Mola Cass is my homegirl, and you guys, oh, no, no, no. She's not a good quarterback. Never said she was not a good quarterback. Easy uh, did. I mean, sure, we'll, we'll throw her all the flowers in the world, but the receiving set that she has, they're, they're great, too. You've, you've, you've seen them. You've watched them play. They're methodical, as, as Pease has always mentioned. I, I have the same sentiment, sentiments. Uh, and, and not only that, they're they're all capable of making that grab in that eight yard box in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're to me the number one. And then I'll, I'll give bees with Amelie Bentler, Isabella Vergona McGovern and, um, and Amy duel. Uh, that's the next best receiving core uh, in, in women's one. Yeah. I think women's one has some excellent pass catchers, but uh, brutes are, are very lucky, not lucky, but very blessed Bless the better term to use yep. to have the depth that they do, and this is a team that's been together for for a while. It wasn't yep. like you know they were put together after no, yeah, they, no they were no. together before the fall cup, before FPF, and you see the rapport really on on display. It's second nature now how Lacasse has that that telepathy to find the players open and not have to worry about where they're at in terms of the the, the route that they're running. Uh, so Fitz uh, squad and Torrance. Um, can either side reach three wins? Uh, and they do play each other the last week of the year, which could be the passport to three wins. So let's start with, yes, Eagle. Let's start with Torrance here because they already have six games played, so they mm. need to win three of these four to hit your quota, Mo. Montreal, you, Brut, Les Bleus, and then Fitzquad no, in the last no, week. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Not happening. No, no. <laughs> uh, so no, no disrespect to them. No, you're not. No, it's just the the level of competition that they're playing. Right? It's it's yeah. it's it's yeah. Like you're saying, yeah. it's nothing on 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 their end. It's just the 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 experience, 
the the here I'll, I'll give you the best example. Yeah. The picture picture them, uh, Torrance being like Mississippi State, and they have to go through LSU, Alabama, Georgia, and like Tennessee. Yeah, they're just going up against powerhouses, yeah. right? So, yeah. oh, so like uh, Notre Dame every year. Tough position. Yeah, who, who do you play? Navy. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, versus <laughs> Fit Squad, they have only five games played so far, and they've already won one of them. Now, granted, it was seven to six against Vortex, so Ooh. they only have two more to go in their next five: Bleu, Les Bleus, Montréalu, Brut, and then Torrent at the end of the season. Oh no, I I two. see I see two wins. I don't know where you see the two wins. BP not beating Les Bleus, Les Bleus. Oh think, no! Sorry, wrong blur. Yeah, I'm I, thinking of another blur. Sorry. I, I think they might get Montreal U. Because Montreal U can't score points. They yeah. Play defense, right? Yeah, they're in Torrance. Yeah, that might be the two wins. Yeah, yeah, that's where I see it as. Uh, I think Eagles a little bit uh, nappy. He's got the little itis going on. It's been a week. Oh, I yeah. can't really see him. Yeah, yeah he, he said he didn't. Not only he, has he not slept, he said he didn't eat in two days. That's why I partially brought samosas. I should have brought him some candies, man. Well, he he had Bustan, he had samosas. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's having his coffee now. He's, he's, yeah. He'll be back to being eagle in like in two days. Gah! Yeah, I'm less annoying today. Yeah, don't yeah, I, I noticed that. Hey, we're making great headway, by the way. We're we're, we're we are we're trucking along we're slaying, here. We're slaying. We are coasting, guys. You know, I know the weather's really crap outside. We're not. No, no, we're not coasting. We're not mode. coasting. Yeah, we're working hard. Okay, let's we, give the viewers we, the the. Um, we the are coasting along here. We were. It's when I say coast, it's like the office is smooth. It's rhythm right now. It's the it's West Coast. So you're carrying a boat <laughs> and you're coasting <laughs> for worse. Of course, man. It, it, we are the multifaceted machine here at the shipping container, my friend. You use the w- words as a professional. Yes, of course. We're the Poorly, West, clearly. We the West Coast offense here, or? perhaps. You know what? You know where the, that term came from. Before we get back to the show here, so Parcells, Bill Parcells, a great New York Giants coach. Playoffs? No, that's uh, Herman Edwards. Uh, Parcells Practice? termed the word West Coast offense because they were playing the Niners. Eighties football was Giants Niners Washington football team. So the Giants were playing the Niners, and they just want those punch in the mouth, right? And they did in the playoff win that they had. And Parcells says to the, the media, how about that West Coast offense of yours? And that just stuck. West Coast offense. And that's it? That's it. Yeah, Parcells is the one that turned the West Coast offense. All right. Women's two. Um, Rochelle Valliere, we, we, we know her very well. Uh, a fantastic player, two-way player. I call her the DeAndre Hopkins of uh, FPF uh, players. Nice. Okay, so... Are you saying she needs a better quarterback? Yeah, pretty much. It's legit. <laughs> like, you think about it, right? Like yeah. she plays with a bunch of uh, well, remedial. You know, yeah, not not, uh, not the greatest quarterbacks out there. She's a wonderful player. Okay, so who's going to catch her for uh, two-way play? Is it Maurice Paquette or is it the players from the Carababes and Corlaine uh, Larivière or Alexa Vitti? What's going to go on here? I think Maurice Paquette has the best chance at that. The pace offensively that she's going at or uh, the rhythm Offensively, that she's going at, uh, she's currently exceeding uh, Rachel Valier in the receiving yards department. Um, quarterback uh, Karian Noger, that you know, yes, uh, fe- loves loves feeding her. Yeah, uh, the Rock, forty already forty receptions, fifty targets. So not only is she getting fed a ton, she's she's on, you know, uh, making eighty percent of uh, completing or re- receiving uh, completing. 
I can't speak today. Uh, yeah. Catching 80% of the balls thrown her way. Mm-hmm. Um, already 140, 160 yards more than Rachel Varia. So she has a bit of headway, uh, head start on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Rachel Varia, seven interceptions, though. That's where really she has a lot of work to do um, in terms of, uh, of catching up. That is for Marisa Paquette. I, I believe I was checking it up before. Uh, three interceptions. Now, one of those went back for a pick six. So, But Rachel Varier has two pick sixes. Yeah. So, I I think, mm, let's say, another three, four interceptions for Maris Paquette, plus beating her offensively and continuing that trend, could potentially give Maris Paquette the two-way right. player of the year. Well, look... I, I, I've hammered the table that Rochelle Valier should be playing women's one. She could. She can. Not could. She can play no, women's one. No, no, no. One. Like, like legally, I mean. Like, yeah, she can play I, women's I two and women's yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I know. But no one's picked Why her up. Why would you ruin a perfectly good table? This is like a hardcore table in wrestling. This is like what the Buffalo Bills mafia So why would use. you take a hammer to it for? Like, really? Like, a, you know? Anyway, I... But why would you do that? I would do it because I want to do it, Eagle. It's within my freedom rights. Um, what an anarchist. Yes, I know. I'm a what real an cartoon. What, what an Don't coast your ship. Yeah. What an American. Yeah, a real cartoon a- a- anarchist. Uh, not not cartoon, uh, not teletoon, though, anymore. No, no. It's going to be Cartoon Network. Yeah. Uh, March 27th. All right. So she, someone's got to pick her up because she is an excellent player yeah. who is wasting her talents playing women's Ooh. two. Go ahead. Throw missiles at me for for insulting the current situation she's in. But no, but she, she's in code one. She's yeah, but that's fine. But women's two, I think she can excel. But no one wants to pick her up. No one knows who she is. Anyway, well, we've put her name out there, and and her stats do yeah, the talking herself. Anyway. We don't have to. She she can do. Let her play yeah. and let her statistics speak for themselves. Speaking of Red Nation, though, uh, after losing to Links Linux, I beg pardon. Linkset. Linkset, whatever. Uh, we did play. I write that wrong? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Linux. <laughs> yeah, you're Linux. You're Linux, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, they play Carabays in week 10. Uh, can they be undefeated going towards the final game of the year with Link's Nets? <laughs> <laughs> that, that one really got you. Yeah, I really I look, it does look weird when you yeah. when you misspell it. Um, yeah, look, they, they lost to Linkset. Uh, they have Carababes coming up. I think those are that that Carababes game on March twelfth will be. We keep saying that though, and, and every time I'm on here, we keep saying that's great. They they won you know forty one to nothing against Dream Killers. Yeah, I I I don't know what you think. I kind of like the twenty two nothing win over Cavaliers. I thought Cavaliers are a decent team, and shutting them down. And now again, you only be, you only really scored three touchdowns. Uh, like, come on. The, you, We've you had this conversation that, before. You Iggy. need that killer instinct. We've you had need, this conversation before. You need 30, before. 33. Uh, I don't want to see three TDs. I want to see five TDs. Uh, but six we, TDs. We've had this conversation. I know though. we've had this conversation. So, all to but say. But which one are you getting? Are you getting the good version or the bad version, that quarterback? Uh, again, look, against Kara Babes, we're probably going to get the bad version. But I want to see the good version come out. And And if the good version comes out, and Rachel Valier's, you know, getting interceptions and giving the ball back you to the offense. You can't rely on her to be you, look, the, the teams, touchdown maker. No, but teams can rely on defensive players to make stops to then set your offense up 
in good positions. But then the offense has to deliver and has to score and make make uh, score points off of those turnovers. Yeah. It's it's a big the turnovers are huge in the women's division because if you if you miss on fourth down and it's just an incomplete pass, ball goes to the five on the other end. So f- offenses really have to drive forty five yards to score. Whereas if you pick off the ball, you you considerably have chunked have have already you know completed fifty percent of the drive for for the offense. So right. so I want to see if if the even if they lose to Cara Babes. I want the score to be 26-25 or 30-29. to 29. So, Somewhere where they're like in a one-possession game, uh, maybe even a, a game that comes down to converts is what I want to see. And, and if they can get to that level, maybe a playoff upset against Kara Babes or Linkset in, uh, is in their cards. Yeah, they'll be matchup dependent with that, though. Yes, yes. Le uh, Hibou, 2-2. Two two. Their two losses come against the undefeated Babes and... Links, at Linkset. Now I wrote Links it. At. Now I now I wrote it properly. Uh, so what do we take for these guys moving forward here? Um. Yeah. Look. Uh. They would otherwise be uh two and zero oh if if not having faced the two uh undefeated teams in uh in women's two. Uh. They do have a nice receiving core. Uh. Five players already with uh over a hundred yards. Uh, so I think they can move the ball offensively, although 51 points in four games, what are you averaging there? 15, 15 points a game is not the best, but again, they, uh, 12 against Linkset and zero against Carababes. Um, they, pu- they did put up 39 against, uh, Leptimiet and Lelou combined. So against competition like Steelers against like Red Nation, like VC Cubs, they'll be able to put up the points against them. I think they just went up against the, the two of the best teams in the last two weeks. Uh, and honestly, they haven't played. They've only played two games, sorry, in, in a month. Yeah. So they had a, a big break in between with the Super Bowl. Um, big break there. So one that didn't favor them, right? They they went into their big bye week on a on a loss and and come right back facing uh facing Linkset. I think their next stretch I think they can go undefeated if not rattle off five wins in a row here. Right. With uh with the receiving depth that they have uh and defensively they have four picks in the four games, uh 10 PDs by Erika Roussel. If she can start making more of those uh, those passes defended, turning them into interceptions, um, Sarali Morel is one of the p- uh, players that has one of the four interceptions. Took it, took one of those to the house. Uh, if they can again, like we, like I was just saying, if the defense can set up the offense in prime position, uh, Les Ibou have the receivers in Erika Roussel and Emily Papillon, uh, Elodie Roussel and Sarali Morel, four receivers, like I mentioned, with 100-plus receiving yards, they can do damage and, and punch it in for six. On to 35-plus, uh, the Glads, the Gladiators, uh, a team that's been old school that we know very well. Uh, could they, I know they're in a fight for number one. They're 4-2-1. Pacemakers are 4-2-1. They're... Uh, a point behind Monster for number one. So are they going to be a one, two, or three seed when it's all said and done? I think they'll be the number two seed, exactly where they are uh, right now. Um, 
I'm thinking, having seen them yesterday, I, I uh, not gladiators, but 35 plus in general. Uh, Ooh, poor rainmakers, man. Yeah, a close game. Yeah, although it wasn't. It was. I think it was 32 to 19 at oh one boy. point. So they made a comeback in, in that game. Which, by the way, did you see my message? Smoke meat, Pete was closed. Yeah, I saw that. I know what the whole point was, but yeah, I, saw I mean that's that. why you check first. Yeah, that's why I I checked and which you didn't. What? I w- I wasn't there. I know. I'm saying I was at home. That's okay. So I would I would have gone. Who uh, who got signed there, Mo? No one. I'm trying to see what happened. Okay. Here. No one. You're texting your girlfriend a lot. Uh, no. Tonight. No. Oh. I got. I have. Uh, I have provincials next week, so I'm getting emails and text messages. That's uh, why. Okay. Is that like regionals? No. Nah. Uh, provincials. Is that like semi-regionals? No. Is that like sectionals? What was that choo-choo train? Emails. <laughs> it's his boat. It's, it's the boat. <laughs> it's the boat. <laughs> it's carrying the boat, my friend. <laughs> carrying that boat. Um, so, yeah. So, look. I, I think um, I, I finally caught a glimpse of 35+. Uh, hey, by the way, 35+, plus is actually really exciting football. Um, yeah, you know what else was exciting? These same players 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man. These these games were chippy. There was a lot of uh, verbal exchanges back and forth. There was untimely penalties. There were onside kick attempts. Uh, great use of clock management. Uh, timeouts. Uh, controversial penalties. Non penalties that were correctly called, but maybe not correctly called. Uh, there was a lot of drama in, in these thirty five plus games. So yeah. uh, literally, the only thing that was different in what you said between now and ten fifteen years ago yes. is the onside kicks. Everything yeah. else is the exact same thing because these <laughs> players they know the game so well. Yes. They're so skilled at the game, and the yeah. only thing that's changed is their age and maybe like a little bit of like sore ankles and knees in the morning. It's but more their it's, mental and physical prowess that yeah. will get them games in this situation. Yeah. There, like the, the 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 mental game and the what I'll describe as the aggressive nature of football has not left a thirty five plus division in these. No. Like these, these they play as warriors. savage as they would react. Yes, they think they're weekend warriors like they were back in 2009 of FPF. Oh no, 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 and it yes, you're 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 spot on there, Eagle. That that's exactly uh, what what I saw. Uh, so I think Gladiators uh, stick. That's in why the Mo number. doesn't play, by the way. What? Uh, that's why Mo doesn't play. Because he's lost he's, his edge. I've moved on, my friend. He's soft now. Yeah. Oh, can't even bench his own weight. <laughs> I can bench my own ways that the rule of thumb is that's not that's not the barometer on how you see he comes up with new rules of thumb yeah, to of prevent him from yeah. having to bench his own weight. That's good, big boy. See you bench, uh, you know, big I'm boy. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Eat some more Bustan. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> as you're saying, uh, to wrap up uh, 35 plus. Well, to wrap it up, I mean, we were just uh, to get on to our, our next point of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Glad's will be a uh, the number two seed. Um the next question, though, was whether Paramount, Paramount yeah. uh, if they could hold off the competition and, and them end up in the number one seed in the KTFL yeah, uh, draft. Yeah, KTF draft league. I, I don't know if they will. Like, I mean, again, it's it's hard to gauge this division because, again, I've not seen as much, and I apologize, 35 plus in the West Island, so it, I don't venture out to that part of the league's uh, geography. Well, so they only have FPF left on their schedule, right? So yeah. it's either FPF leapfrogs them, and I think they've they played they in the past. Played. So they would have to lose to FPF by more than 14 points yeah. to lose their first spot. 15 plus, yeah. yeah. And Jeff Rosenblatt will be there next week. Uh, for Last night, uh, FPF uh, had Sean Avram throwing for them. Uh, 
which, by the way, like I was saying in the chat, first time I see Sean Avram throw, I was very impressed. Really taking this long to see Sean Avram, the 11th best quarterback of the top 10 throw? That's what I heard. I heard he's number 11. Um, but, uh, damn, I was impressed. Uh, I've seen uh, some of his comments on the Instagram page. Uh, he likes to uh, to give shots to other <laughs> other people. I'm like, who's this guy? Uh, I saw him on the field. He's good. He's, he, he knows uh, his concepts are up to date his he throws a great deep ball uh and and i finally got to see yanni lear as well um great great player i finally saw all the attributes and all the characteristics that you peas and uh an eagle have been uh striving and, and saying for for many many episodes now on calling the audible uh and my god he's a human wrecking ball yeah uh, he's he's un- he's unstoppable uh and so yeah, so all to say, uh, FPF uh, will uh, likely, all but likely, have uh, Jeff Rosenblatt, who will, by the way, next week, uh, guys, he will gladly join the show. Amazing, yeah. Last well, so, should be a Hall of Famer. So we'll have yes, uh, we want to talk about uh, Jeff Rosenblatt's Hall of Fame eligibility and uh, whether he will make it. Uh, right. yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. On to diff three. So the the big topic is: Does KHB Raw have decisions to make? on which Garber should be the permanent starting quarterback. Now, Ryan Garber was the initial starting quarterback. But Dylan Garber has come in. Uh, he went 10 for 10 on Monday in a loss that they had to uh, preach. Same number of TDs. Ryan is throwing six more INTs. Um, his pass completion is eight points off from Dylan Garber. Quarterback rating is 81.9 compared to Dylan's 124. And at this point, I know it's a step up in weight class for them in Division Three for Ryan Garber in particular. Do you stick it out for him to gain the experience and a chance to not make the playoffs? Or do you go in a win-now mode and go, Dylan Garber gives us the best chance to win and get us in the playoffs? So are you speaking from uh, from watching them? Do you, Yeah. You, I, I've scored cap now two of their games. Yeah, I scored through their games. And and do you strongly feel that Dylan Garber is, is the better of the two? I think at the moment Dylan Garber is the better really? of the two. Yeah, I just don't know if Ryan has if his confidence is a little bit rocked, or a little bit rattled. I think they should keep with Ryan, let him grow and yes. kind of get used to the experience here. But he whatever happened, he didn't play the second half and Dylan came in, he went ten for ten and, and made it more competitive it was over but he made it more competitive preach at the end right because he has thrown uh dylan has uh it's been a while i mean there was uh i perhaps winter 2020 and a couple of uh, spring seasons uh in 2017 yeah um that's a while though that's like three three seasons since 2020 and then another three that's where seasons. ryan kind of took over as quarterback right in that whole right, right exactly yes um I yeah, I I per, I haven't seen Dylan throw. That's why I'm asking. I was asking you for feedback. I'd stick it with uh, with Ryan. I'd stick with Ryan, but you know, because he's I, seeing success in the lower divisions, right? It, it, as low as four, right? Like, yeah, he's got. He has to read the field better than what he has, which he's not done. Because yeah, I mean, last the night, game is a lot faster. Division. This is division three, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, the it it shouldn't be a confidence thing. Because you know, yes, it's Division Four with Voodoo, right? Voodoo's a bit of an, uh, oh, you know, more experienced, older team. They're not as fleet as foot. 
as uh, say preaches in Division Three. Uh, but he put up six TDs, no INTs, right? So yeah, like he's he, the the more reps he gets, the better. Regardless of you know whether yeah. it's Division Four, Division Three, the combination of the two, just getting more reps and seeing your your and and repeating the plays, it's just that exposure can can only do you well. Yeah, it should do them well, but yeah. uh, they have a big decision to make. Let them develop, maybe lose out the season for the betterment of the team. But I'm not their 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 so captain. I'm, I'm, yeah, so I'll stick with Ryan Garber. Yeah, I stick with Ryan Garber with that one. Okay, so if Nova never OT, never overtime. Six with Ryan Kroof as their quarterback. Do they have a, leg- a legit shot to make the playoffs? They're one and one with Kroof as their quarterback. Yeah, they were back to back games, I believe, yeah. on uh, Sunday, on Sunday Monday, night. Uh, in Lachine, one in Lachine, one in uh, Eber, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they did a bit of traveling and uh, maybe they slipped on some ice. Um, uh, they've been competitive, but uh, they're not going to catch the Grocock for the division. That's out. That's for gonna, for the group lead, yeah, they're not gonna catch uh, Lee Grocock. Uh, Lee Grocock needs one yeah, more no. win. It's over. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. They, they, they definitely won't catch them. But what, what exactly is the question? Ryan Krupp, is he the answer for them? At yeah, but do they have a legit, legit shot at a playoff spot? Well, that's gonna be up to them, right? There are two wins now. They, they have a few more wins than some of the teams in the red line, the red dotted line of Backer Bullies and Easy W. It's five, five. Well, five teams yeah. won't make it. Yeah. So I I I why not? I think so. Uh, it, it was Ali Sabourin, I think, uh, throwing for the first uh, few games yeah. of the season there. Uh, probably a better receiver. Uh, and with Ryan Karouf, as long as he's not just chucking it deep, and he's able to methodically drive the field, short, intermediate, deep balls, get a good mix of the three. I I why not? I can see them make the playoffs. It, there's only five teams that don't make it. List me four teams that won't make it over them. I think Blue Chips are one of those teams. Yeah, they've they've uh, crashed and burned. Backyard bully, bu- bullies are they probably have really crashed and burned. Easy W's zero and six. Yeah, but that's, that was expect no Jeremy White. I get it, but that's yeah. still that's still a thirteen that probably won't make it. Air Force One's been struggling. Yeah, maybe they can turn it around. They they've played five games versus Infras Bien Fourni, right. who are one and five. There's five teams already. Le Malou that won four and one. Yeah, there's there's. That's already six teams that are already below them in the standings. Le Verschval, one four and one. That's the they have a good, very good shot, I think, at making the playoffs. And yeah. now with a with a quarterback with an arm, I think so. And they also got a guy no one's really talking about, Rami Aboud, who I've seen play now a few times. He's a really good receiver. Uh, I think he's gonna make his no mark. rating apparently. We should probably fix that. Thanks really? to whoever's he's monitoring our ratings. Zero. <clears throat> he has no. Re- I don't know what happened over there, boys. He's a zero. He's number one, actually. Couldn't tell what happened there, guys. Anyway, we'll get that corrected, though. Rami Boot has no rating. That's uh, anyway. We'll get that fixed up uh, sooner or later. Uh, I, he's a really good receiver. Good hands. Good route runner. Mm-hmm. I think he can definitely help this team. Never OT, and they should. I think they'll be okay to get in. Uh, Ryan Kroof brings, uh, you know, that that if factor from a flare perspective. He's like yeah. a flare merchant out there, a flame flower at times. So definitely I'll give them a chance to qualify if he's going to be the quarterback. He said no, but you never know. He's gone two games in a row with them with Sabourin not there. So I think that's the team to watch out for. But the Grocock, 
they could have the division wrapped up by next week. But now they have a showdown with Mongoose coming up here. So what is the key in this matchup against Mongoose if they're going to continue trucking along here and a chance to win the division by next week? Ooh, that's uh, that's actually a really... Are those two undefeated fixed, teams? By the way. Huh? I fixed them. Okay, perfect. So it's already done uh, for Abood. Uh, where's Mongoose here? Are they undefeated? If not, they probably only have one... Uh, they're five and one. Mongoose or uh, Mongoose is five and one. Mongoose is four one. Four and one. one and one four, technically. Yeah. Right, all right. Four one and one. So, and do we know who rushes? Have you have you caught any of the uh, mongoose? Uh, yeah, games? Ryan Reedy's uh, rushing for them. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And how has he been in his return he's to uh, FPF? He's four sacks in five games. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Why are you being so? Uh, he's fine. Nonchalant. Because he's Ryan Reedy. What does that mean? I uh, explain. So explain that to someone who who doesn't know the name Ryan Reedy and has taken a few seasons off and is now in uh, playing in Division he's Three. He's fine. Oh, he's I can explain that yeah, to you. What you're gonna do is you're gonna go to the website. You're going to the accolades. Uh-huh. You're going to go into the record book. It's like Mo. I, I'm trying to go like gauge the defensive category. I'm, I'm trying to gauge the 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 room here. Is Mo like pissed that he's better? Uh, like yes, that's that exactly what's happening. No, he's fine. Reedy is better than Mo. No, Ryan. Ryan's fine. He has not lost lost. Oh, step. sorry, Ryan. He's not lost step. He looks like he's back to where he was a couple of years ago. Uh, he probably says no otherwise, but I think he's close enough to being where he was in the peak powers. And he makes Holy a big difference. Crap. Just look at this comparison, yeah. right? The Holy next closest crap. person is 140 sacks away. Yeah. Wow. And that guy doesn't even rush anymore. Yep. Kirwak? Yeah. Doesn't really rush anymore. Here he and there. Has it this this feels like it's been updated. This has been updated recently. Yeah. Yes, we got it fixed. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, these numbers look higher than the last time I checked. But yes, yeah. so that's who Ryan Aridi is. Notice uh someone in this room is not on this list. No. <laughs> Not. Yeah, me. I'm not on the list. Um, so I think him rushing Dom Lefal is going to be a huge. It, it's always the key. It's always the key to to stopping Legro uh offense. The minute you can stop the rollouts, uh, stop the extension of plays, and just kill that immediately, you you don't 100% solve uh, Legro Cox offense, but you you give yourself an 80% chance. Of getting uh, stops on a drive. Yeah, Don's playing great, great football. He is. Yeah. Um, he's really rifling that that pass. You being smart with his legs, not using it all the time like he was before in, in the initial part of his career. Um, Alex Godet's gonna be key. I think how he calls the game uh, to keep uh, to keep uh, a big. I just lost his name. The quarterback from the Goldcock. Uh, Dom Lafont. Dom Lafont. It was on the tip of my tongue. Uh, to keep him off the field. If, if he calls a good game where he's. Uh, Eating up clock, long sustaining drives, that makes it even tougher for LaFord to be that guy that we all enjoy watching him play. So if Godet plays well and Aridi rushes him well, I think Mongoose has a really good chance to beat yes. him. And, and that could come up to the overall top seed, right? That could be a top seed that avoids you playing a, a tougher team, a tougher draw in the bracket. So that's going to be fascinating to see moving ahead here. All right, on to Div 1. Um, so the schedule formula. Yes. How are we? Uh, how are we doing with that? Uh, I think it's got done. I mean, aside from the All Stars who have kind of pulled away from the division, everyone else is in play. Like it's it's like a like a plinko over like here, a gauntlet here. Yeah, yeah, look at it right now. If you if, if Eagle gets it up in the uh, thing, so seats two through six all have three wins. Yeah, I, I mean, think it's worked. The parodies is definitely there, right? I think it's worked. So it, it, you're taking credit. 
I'm not taking credit, but I just think it's worked. The formula has worked. That yes. you, you the, you're benefiting. You're you're giving the top tier teams a tougher schedule, yes, but you're giving the bottom half a chance to be in that conversation to be in a three seed, four seed, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, Party Crashers, Double Straddle, all in that conversation. KGP Plus and Bulldogs first, all getting their wins. They can still now make their way up the ladder here. But now for Kangaroos, this is a team that's kind of struggled here. They're three and three. They lost a flag and one sack. But up and down season where they beat All Stars, and then lose to Party Crashers now flag more sack. So do they need to go to the Aaron Rodgers darkness retreat to kind of get themselves refocused? <laughs> I think so. Uh, I yeah. I I I look at the the matchup against uh, Party Crashers. I'm like six point loss. Like yeah, okay. I'm okay with Party Crashers putting up forty. But I expect Kangaroos in, in, in a game like that to put up 45. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, who who probably needs the, the uh, four-day retreat, darkness retreat the most? Are you going to suggest the, the, the Danny Boy or yeah, I think, I think Tacos? Yeah, I think, I think uh, the Kangaroos need it. This is kind of reboot, uh, a bit of a frustrating season because of the roster. Guys have been hurt. Guys, unfortunately, have not been available. Um, they probably feel they're, they're better than 3-3, three and three, and they – Rightfully so, can believe in that. Mokan, Mo in the four day darkness retreat. Yes. What is, if you had to pick one food to eat for four days, what are you eating? Just one food. Chickpeas. The versatile, the mighty chickpea. Yeah, chickpeas. Yeah. You get a uh, little hum. You can mash it up into hummus, yeah. uh, have, have it in the salad. Yeah. Make a chickpea burger. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. I go with that. Look, the last four games, those straddle will not be easy. Uh, Braves will be the one to watch out for because remember they got the forfeit win way back in week two, so they haven't really played them yet. Uh, um, and then Bulldogs, they should win, and Flag yeah. Sack is the is a flip of a coin here. Yeah, five and five. Ah, six not, and four. Yeah, that's not yeah that, that's not a successful se uh, regular no, season. Now, no success, of course, for Kangaroos. It's it's always championship or, or bust. Yeah. Obviously. Admittedly, they're playing the hardest teams like six times. Yeah. But so. they're, that, that's because of what we were able to discover, that their cap and quarterback rating was in the top But that's four. what I'm saying, though, right? So going six and four, and you're basically— that, That's successful, I think. You're splitting games against the hardest teams, essentially, right? Yeah. There's three losses right there conceptually and everything. Six and four is really good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. really is. So we'll see what happens with them, but— I think six four could be their max right now. Okay. Uh, so question for you, by the yes. way, on this retreat. Yes. yes. Uh, am I eating in the darkness as well? Yeah. Well, but I, that's what I asked. Yeah. But did you not hear me? But the, the, like, can I can I cook? Like, can no, I? No, you can't fire? cook. You're, you're in the dark. Is it pre cooked? Is it brought for me on a no, plate? No, they bring it to you. The, in the retreat, they bring in the food. But is it like pitch black darkness? Like I can't see the food. Like you I can go outside. They they I read up on it today. You can go outside to kind of get some fresh air. But like you are in, but like at night. No, you can get some fresh air. Like, <laughs> so you can go. It's just a question of if you want. It looks to. like the Hobbits. Uh, you know the 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 like Grass Hill uh, yeah. Eagle. Well, you're partially in underground, but of, you're above. Uh, yeah, right? you're talking about the Shire. Yes, yes, God. the Shire. Yes, the Grass Hill. Yeah, it's been. A, I haven't read that book in uh, twenty years. Yeah. I'm upset. Of course. Uh, the Braves look. Wait, they have light in there. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Braves—they play the most games. Like your example was completely irrelevant. <laughs> Wait, where? In, in the Shire, in oh, any of no. their buildings? No, I'm just giving you. A, you didn't see the picture today? 
No. Yeah, I saw it. It's, it's it, it looked like the Shire. It literally ESPN. looked like the Shire. Okay, so if I can see and I can no, eat anything, it, there's mo- like a, it's like a bunker. It's like a bunker. Yeah, you're. I'm you're, just talking about the curved hill. It looks like that, and there's a door. It's like a Hobbit. Hobbit. That place. Can I eat where there's when I can see what I'm eating? Yeah. And you would pick chickpeas. Yeah. Give me. I don't a, eat meat. Give me a prime rib with a twice. Yeah, I know. I don't eat meat. <laughs> okay, uh, Braves. Uh, they play the most games. Uh, the maximum amount of points they get is 13. Um, are we seeing them as a two seed now? I think uh, All Stars are going to run away with number one. But are, are we confident they'll be a two seed, or are they going to fall into the pack and be a middle tier team going towards playoffs? Party Crashers, Kangaroos, Bulldogs left. Yeah. Oh, no, those should all be three wins. Uh, yeah, but I think so. I think they can get wins there, but uh, Flagmol Sack has the game in hand. Uh, and Flagmol Sack's rec- uh, opponents are All Stars, which then that's like a 50 50. KGB Plus, Party Crashers, and Kangaroos. So, yeah, I was gonna say that Flagmol Sack could probably take the second seed, but given that they play All Stars and Kangaroos. Let's say they win one, lose one. Which yeah. are, take your pick. Um, yeah, that puts the Braves in the uh, in the in the number two seed. Yeah, I think Braves will be your two seed. Um, it won't be easy. No, because they themselves have to. They the the one they have to beat is Kangaroos, yeah. right? Because if they lose to Kangaroos, and even if Flagmalsak split the those the the games like I said between All Stars and Kangaroos. Then they can still uh, then then Flagmol Sack can can pass them for the number two. Seed. Yeah, uh, Double Stroud could make a run for for a two, but I don't think they will. Uh, so KGB Plus Bulldogs finally get their wins. Congratulations to them both. Yeah. Um, who should be the target and try and jump uh, for a playoff spot? Because right now KGB is in that in that seven hole, but could they catch up to a three win team and maybe make a run for a, a higher seed if they can? Because in all likelihood, right now. Bulldogs, KGB Plus, it might come down to them for that final spot, but could they make that run now with that first one under the belt? Am I the only one hearing three and one every time you say that? Because three win and three one (laughs) sound very different. So I'm I'm like, which team is three and one? (laughs) I'm I'm hearing three win team. Yeah, three win. Three, yeah, I don't know. What do you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Are you hearing chicken wing or? Uh, I think he's. I, little, I think he's done. Like I think this guy needs to go to sleep. I think he don't pronounce words properly. Yeah. Is so, that a seven up or a ginger ale? That is a seven up. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, the Bulldogs' last three games, losses. Uh, their last three games of the season. Uh, to to correct myself, uh, or be more clear. Their their season comes down to these the next two games against KGB plus, uh, that's that's what their season comes down to, and they can't. Is this going to come down to points against? Because right now they're they're both one and four. They're five more points against uh, allowed than what KGP plus has allowed. So even if they split the series, the points matter. And so the point in these two games, y- yes, yes, yes. Uh, assuming the rest of the games, they also like lose. Essentially. Yeah, it would be head to yes. Yeah. So even you know that those those moments in games where there's uh, f- I guess yeah five plays left, and you're past the ten yard marker, and you've picked up a first down, and there's two you can wave the game. Yeah. 
and there's like two plays remaining. I think that this is one of those games where you actually have to go for the score if you're uh, if you're Bulldogs and if you have possession of the ball, right? You want those extra six points against the KGB plus team because right now that that touchdown is what scoring a touchdown with like two plays remaining in versus not scoring it and waving the game could lose you a playoff spot. So the, that's actually interesting. Usually we make fun of teams that <laughs> that don't waive the games. Mm-hmm. In this situation, you have to keep playing and put up as many points as you can. So that's actually a, a really cool, interesting. Uh, yeah, little... they're, they're going to put up points yeah. against KG Plus next yeah. two games. Yeah, uh, Kangaroos should be a high-scoring game. I think the Braves will have a very tough affair. Yeah. And, and yeah. party crashes they already beat once. Hmm. Yeah, They could get three wins. It's tough. They so, could. I must say they can. They yeah, could. They it's could. a lot of things got to go right for them. Phil Cutler's back. Yeah, Phil uh, is, Phil is I back, saw man. him on your field. Yeah, uh, he is machine. back. Maybe. So maybe, maybe or baby, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> uh, now I'm the one not hearing you. I think we're crushing the time here, Mo. Uh, I think are you we? and I. I think we found a winning combination here. here we are. Yeah, definitely are. All right, uh, Div Two, Don Benevento. Washington play with Joy Taylor with Moretti crime family. Is he the best catch and snapper in Div 2 or just a system player in Joey's world of offense? Can, can't can both things be true? No. <laughs> One has to be true. The other has to be false. Um, look, in, in I think Joey makes any snapper in his offense the best snapper in Division 2. Yeah. But... On top of Don Benevento's small stature and his shiftiness, probably makes him the best one in Division Two. Just the way they complement each other. So I'm saying both things are true in this case. Yeah, uh, is that Dom's a great snapper to begin with, but in Joey Saylor's offense, it elevates his game to like the next level, right? Right. To make him the best snapper. I mean, although you do have Matt Kirowak with vengeance. Uh, who else would you uh, would you put? Well, in there? I, the reason why Mike I say Piercin. Dom Dom is Joey's go to on third and fourth down conversions, <laughs> and first and second and well, <laughs> mostly third and fourth down. Yes, like, yes, that, yeah. that, that's that's why. Like he he and he makes the, like you look at his targets uh, targets and catches. I think he has like five that have not gone his way incompletes. Right, so I just and, and no teams figured it out. Right, like like Dom runs a a a, a, a slant out like a flats out and no one can figure it out. Right, it's it's so like guys, it's it's there. Have a, like I just say if you have if you, if Joy runs quads and he has Dom running a slant out underneath the, the the quads, just have one of your DBs line up Step and then up. shoot it, yeah. shoot it right, and then have someone cover your your guy at that point. Right, but I, I think Dom is a really good hands catcher and I think he fits perfectly well with Joey's system. 47 receptions on 55 targets. Exactly. So seven, right? seven uh, incompletions. Right. So, Holy crap, that so, 47 receptions already? Yeah. So, you know, is it, a system? Yeah, I think it's system. I think it benefits uh, whoever plays with Joey, but I think Dom understands where he has to be. Just find a spot, a final hole in that spot, and just get to it and just catch that ball and give me the first down. Yeah. So what's more frustrating for a quarterback, though, for, for, for dip two defenses, right? Is it stopping Joey Taylor's offense or Kevin Wyatt's offense? Because Wyatt has put up monster numbers. We, we've been tracking his numbers of what he can do. Yeah. They got Joey Taylor's offense, which is unorthodox. So I think both 
are very frustrating. I'll I'll give a straight on. I'll give a, a clear cut answer though. Um, so I think it's both. Uh, obviously, Kevin Wyeth's precision and strength and arc and and just every type of throw he can make out there makes it frustrating because there's just literally nothing you can do. Yeah. Defensively. Right. But I just think the optics of Joey Taylor makes it more frustrating, right? You have this, like, seemingly, like, unathletic, uh, like, seemingly, right, or deceivingly or deceptively unathletic guy at quarterback. Like, I I rushed him in the All-Star game. It was the most infuriating thing to do. He's frustrating. It's so frustrating. So for that, like, just for the optics point of view of it, I'll go with Joey Taylor because, and it works. It works so well. We talk about it, you know, we week in and week out, and you and Pease talk about it, and Eagle. It's so infuriating to watch, but it, and it works, so it just makes it all that much more frustrating. I'll go with that, Taylor. Yeah, I think I think Wise knows, like, you, you're going to get, like, a a missile launch that you yeah. I just think that then people know that like, you, you, you can be there, but you won't stop it. But Joey's offense, you just, you don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. You don't know Gross. what to do. Say it. Say the word. You don't know what to do. It's organized chaos. Say it. No, the one word, the singular word, which is what, what are, what are defenses when they face the Joey Taylor offense? The tourist. They, they are what? Bamboozled. Oh, bamboozled. Yes. <laughs> they're bamboozled. Yes. Come on. The Mo Con word. Yeah. They're you know, flustered. supporting calling the audible. They're flustered. Exactly. But I just think that, if you can't, if you can't pick up Joey Taylor, you're not going to win that football game. You, yeah. you keep you're keeping his his hopes alive to to win that football game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hopes, KGP's next three games: Terror Squad, Brace 2.0, Vengeance. How many wins, and will it be enough for a playoff spot? Because Phil Carr's back, and you know they had a bit of a rough start to their season, but now here they are, a chance to make up for their loss five weeks of the season. So are those are yeah that's the next three games yeah. yeah that's a that's a really tough stretch like if Phil Cutler should have left he should have left like now for this stretch because even with him in the lineup they're probably gonna go one and two yeah. at best yeah um we're gonna get a Kevin Wyeth update a little later though by the way for his touchdowns please Eagles so if you can prepare that uh, in in the time being um yeah I think they go one and two uh. The one that they need to beat Terror Squad. Uh, they have the one win right now. The t- Getting to two wins will be really, really, really important for them. Uh, Party Crashers Blue have a win as well. They could possibly get one more, potentially two more, in those final four games for Party Crashers Blue. So uh, they'll need absolutely need the one win against Terror Squad. Uh, and then after that, what? Who are, they got Moretti Crime and Touchfoot four five zero. They really need the the, the Touchfoot four Touchfoot four five zero is a game that they should win. But Mo, you saw them; they got better, did they not? Four five zero. Yeah. Uh, from the hot mess that they were a couple, you know, even in week one, and even from last week, you mentioned they're just. You said they're not good. They're not good. They're not good, but now they're Jizzly Alexia at quarterback. We'll see what he does. Yeah, it's still a wait and see. Yeah. Uh, Because this is Division II. The caliber is very, extremely talented, extremely high. Um, I'm not sure. KGP and Moretti Crime Family will be an interesting game, I think, because it's two, I guess, unorthodox offenses. You know, one, offenses that are, you don't think, 
are sustainable but but have have proven the test uh in fpf right uh so going up against each other would uh will be a really uh really interesting battle that could uh spell the end or the success for kgp yeah kgp is gonna have a tough uh they're, they're not easy games though, the next five they're, they're not easy no. if they can go three and two i think that'd be wonderful and that yeah. should be enough yes Anything less than that, then you flip a coin if they if they make the playoffs yeah. or not. I was gonna say, just remember, guys. Right, right now they're technically holding a playoff spot over Party Crashers Blue and Killer Bees. So at this point, all they really need to do is hold off Party Crashers from winning a game, and they're playing Jean Saint Zig Braves Two Point Got Skills and Touch Foot Four Five Zero. Yeah. Do you guys see a win on that schedule? Quick, quick. That's yes, no. The Touch Foot. No. No, no. God skills. God skills could be it. Yeah. And Killer B is currently blessed with Jean Dick, Runner no, One, God skills, Terror Squad. No, no. I see them. I no. see enough of so them. So as of right now, wow, so as it currently teams. stands, KGP oh, is in the playoffs, even if they lose every game from this point onwards. Yeah. No. Yeah. And even they have the points against advantage, right? Over Party Crashers Blue, it's uh, exactly. one less game, and it's like a all. Close to 100 points less. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. FYI for all those out there, we'll, we'll start having playoff um, standings officially up to date. For next it's going to be very weird this year, though, because there's a lot of p- games at hand that are going to play into this on a, any given night, depending on whether you're playing like you know two or three games in a week potentially yeah. or in a day. So, yeah, just keep your eye on those so you can figure Inaccurate. out what's going on. Exactly. All right, on to Div Six. Wait, the touchdown watch, Kevin Wyatt. Oh yes, yes. Where we at? We uh. So I have it up here, Kevin Wyatt. Six games played. Mokon, how many touchdowns do you think Kevin Wyatt has in six games? 34. 44. Call the cops. <laughs> so now That's a crime. Wyeth is uh, six to about 44. So it's about seven and a half TDs per game. That's insane. This is so crazy. He gets 70 then. He's on his who, who do you think is committing more felonies? The Moretti crime family or <laughs> Kevin Wyeth with the amount of touchdowns <laughs> he's Kevin getting? Wyeth, man. <laughs> Kevin Wyeth. That's, uh, that's nuts. Yeah. All right. Div six. Uh, who, speaking of quarterbacks, who could be the quarterback of the year when it's all said and done uh so not who i think the quarterback of the year is today who who do i think at season's end yes. will be the uh quarterback of the year uh look tyler Havlina's in the conversation he has the most touchdown passes right now his completion percentage though is a bit suspect at 50 percent i did catch one of his games uh, I do believe Betway Bandits and Tyler Havlina uh, are the next up-and-coming team in uh, in Division Six to move up the ranks in, uh, and I'd say by next by next winter, if not the spring, they could mm-hmm. if they want to join. Yeah, uh, they might be a Division D team, which then uh, leads them into uh, into the Fall Cup if they're uh, interested, and into Division Five of next year's winter uh, season. I think they're up and coming. Um, I think Noah. Oh, I have to get the the last name right here. Swaminadan. It's yeah. just Swaminadan. Yeah, got him as a kid. There's no yeah. there's no H. He told me uh, got him as like there's no H. You don't pronounce the H oh. in my name. Swaminadan. Okay. Yeah. Got him. Got him. No, Noah. Yeah, Noah. Yeah, but got him is you know who told. Maybe. Yeah, but put some respect on Noah's name. Yeah. Well, on his. He's own. his own person. On his own name, yeah, because um, yeah, I was calling him Swami with uh, with Will. He's the Swam. He's the Swami. Swami says um, he he has a case. Uh, although in his last game, I 
think he, he didn't he didn't hit his like four to five TDs that he's been hitting on uh, on most games. Look, I'm throwing those two names out, but I think when all is said and done, Zach Stacy, his his the reps he's getting in Div Six and in Five A, uh, seeing better defenses uh, in Division Five A, and then coming down and having the game slowed down uh, is uh, is gonna eventually he'll he'll be there's little doubt in my mind that he's going to have the most yards, he's going to have the most completions, and he's going to have the most touchdowns by the end of the year. He's completing 70% of his touch of his uh of his the passes he's throwing, 123 uh 124 quarterback rating. That's those are crazy crazy numbers. I think uh Zach Stacy comes away with the award. Yes, you go. Can I throw another name into the yeah, mix potentially? Can. Emerson Peterkin from the LaSalle Warriors midget. A lot of touchdowns, very few interceptions, and the only reason he has a lot of sacks is because there's also a rushing component to his game uh-huh. uh, where he's bringing in a lot of yards on the round, 275 more and another five touchdowns. So his best if we're looking at just passing, he's doing excellent. And then if you throw in those extra yards, he's really up there in comparison to some of the other people. Also, he only has five games played versus everyone we just talked about has six. So if you combine all the yards and all the touchdowns, he has effectively surpassed everyone in yards and is tied for the top five in terms of TDs. So Dual watch out for him squeezing another one out. Oh, I like that. Yep. Good job. Uh, you prorate those numbers. He's out there. Um, uh, in Group B of this six, uh, the one-win teams. <laughs> Eagle, the, the one-in-three teams or what? Yeah, this uh, is the one win. <laughs> the one win, three, three win, three one. Uh, who's making a run to get a uh, surprise run to get back into the conversation of the playoffs? Uh, was there a specific group or just uh, any of the one? You the have Montreal Redblacks. You have Dime Squad and Don't Blink. Ah, of of these. Yeah. Um, so, Dime Squad, uh, now known as Cheat Squad, uh, they're actually don't need to cheat because they're actually really good uh they've just had a bad uh a tough matchup in their schedules uh to begin and then of course cheating got them two forfeit losses um i think that uh, especially amongst those three uh they're likely the best and likely to come out with the best record uh i know you're somewhat high on uh mtl red blacks with liam gilmore yep. throwing I, I i i caught one of their games as well um they're okay uh, he's a little twitchy when it comes to running. And I mean, maybe my standards are, are set a little higher just cause we, we get to watch, you know, division one through six and, and co-eds and, 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 and all, and sure. We, look, I, I, I always struggle with this now. I, it, it is the nature of division six to have running quarterbacks. And he tends to run a little too much for my liking, but I guess it's fine in division six. It's just. Throwing the ball will always travel faster than than running with it, uh, and he's an average to at best above average quarterback in Division Six. Yeah. Um. So there, there would be my number two team, and then I have Don't Blink in at uh, number three. Yeah, I'm thinking of much of Red Blacks. I, I've seen them play uh, this year, and um, I think they can get the offense rolling. I know they lost the Dime Squad big time by almost three scores to uh, three scores to them. Uh, four scores, a big part. Yeah, but <clears throat> but I think now with five games left in the year, it won't be easy. You got Maccabees coming up, not gonna be easy at all. In a, in a four nights time here, yeah. maybe Rays won't be easy for them. 
if they can somehow get to three, if they're lucky, four wins, they're in good shape. But they got to beat Baby Rays on March 1st on they Wednesday. Won't. And they won't. And they got to beat Maccabees, and they probably won't. Right. So it comes down to the final three games of the year. Could they win two or three at that point? That's going to be the key. And can they score more points, though? That's the key. They have not scored many points. Yeah. And that, that's going to hurt them if they can't get up to 25, 30 points to win these games. And Fiddlers are not an easy out. An easy no. out. So it's really the last two games. Bananas and, and no fly zone. Those are two teams that have struggled to put up the offenses themselves. Yeah. So good luck scorekeeping that game. That might be one you want to rip your eyes out in a perhaps a 13 to 12 kind of game. Is well, that one that you would want to see? No, don't want to yeah, see okay. that one. Uh, speaking of the game that we want to see, Maccabees, Habibis. Uh, they're yes. both undefeated, combined 11-0 records that they have. Uh, Habibis uh, are 6-0, Maccabees are 5-0. Um, so what, when we look at this right now, could this be a potential final preview? And could the Fiddlers make it a three-way race for the division crown that they have overall, like in terms of where they are? Could they make this a race here? to be in that conversation of being the top three in this uh, division or in this side of the bracket. So let's start with the uh, the, the matchup there in uh, Habibi's Maccabees. Uh, oh, it's my field, by the way. St. Laurent won, so I get to... Uh, I'll, I'll, rep- I'll report back next uh, next uh, Calling the Audible episode, week yeah. eight, episode yeah. eight here. Um, but as for now in the preview portion of this... Um, and so we might say with Fiddler's three race with them, Betway Bandits and... And uh, and Habibis. That's what I meant to say for that question. So I apologize for that. So first question is Habibis, Maccabees. And the second question is, could the Fiddlers make it a run with Betway, Banis, and Habibis for number one seed? Right, in, in Group C. In Group C, exactly. In Group C, right. So, um, so yeah, so we'll start with the uh, with the game here. Uh, two different styles of offense. Uh, while Zach Stacy can run the ball uh, when he needs to, he does look to pass first, which is the preference of, uh, of mine. I actually find... I don't, and I, I don't want to go too off tangent here, but I find him and myself have actually had somewhat similar paths uh, and and to quarterbacking and and success. We were both receivers to start, uh, gave quarterbacking a shot, saw somewhat some success, and then have really grown in the past few seasons. Yeah. So I see a lot of similarities between himself and I. Um, so uh, one is the perennial pocket passer who can still escape when need be, whereas uh, Shimmy Khans of Maccabees is the constant rollout. Um, Habibis need uh, their rusher to really contain Shimmy Khans. And Shimmy Khans actually might be, I'm thinking now, he might be like the next... I have to be careful how I phrase this. But like he, it looks like a Joey Taylor offense. Mm. I don't want to call him Joey Taylor. Like it's, he's he's not that yet, right? But he he uses that rollout and just like flooding of zones very effectively. It's what makes Maccabees uh, very hard to stop. Uh, so two very opposing offenses. Um, I think Nick Damalo of the Habibis is going to be key on defense. He's already picked off a few quarterbacks uh, so far this season, uh, taken one for a, a pick six already. Um, I think he's the key, key, key defender. He's very quick, releases off of quarterbacks' eyes and and release of the football uh, instantly. He he's 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 a twitch out there and can really, if he gets his hands on a ball, forces a, a turnover or two. I think this game goes the Habibi's way. 
Yeah, I think like I saw Maccabees play last week. They're a good sound team. Habibis I've not seen yet, but from what you, from what I gather, they're more like a wild card team of unpredictability that they could really turn on if they're on. But Maccabees, if they can somehow get a turnover or two with their defense, they could make this a, a real like come down to the five plays type of thing here and win it on the last play. So I think Maccabees might have the edge though. But when it comes down to the Fiddlers. Uh, they have two games ahead against Betway Bandits and Habibis for for games played right now. At three one, could the Fiddlers be in that conversation with Habibis and Betway Bandits as being the best teams in that division, or maybe a top two team in that division? Not yet. I like where they're going. Three and one, ninety two points in four games, but a nineteen to six win over Bananas. I know Anthony Adon is a good defender. Uh, I know he, I believe he caused one, if not two turnovers, uh, in that game. Uh, I, I like Manny Bazogia's giving the shot at, at quarterback. Um, he's right now a three to one TD to INT ratio kind of guy for them to be in the conversation with Betway Bandits with, uh, was it Habibis? Uh, yeah, Habibis. He needs to be a four to one, at minimum, quarterback, uh, and or if not a five to one, and Tyler Havlina, uh, Zach Stacy, they've had multiple seasons under their belt, so they're at a at a superior advantage over uh, Manny Bezogius. They they'll be there if if this was if you were asking me this in twenty twenty four, I'd say yes. Right now. It's I like what where they're going, fiddlers, but they're not there quite yet. And it's mostly from a quarterback, just a quarterback and offense okay. perspective. All right, on to div four. Uh, this is eagle time now, I guess. It's eagle time. So, come in on, and eagle. out played vultures all game. I, I actually scored kept that game by the way. In and out played vultures all game. Yes, I'm. I, yeah. Wow, I shocker! All game, yes. all, all game. game. They weren't there all all game. Let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Eagle, jump in here because I'll give you my two cents about what happened. I mean, I didn't watch the game, no. so you well, have to tell okay. me. Well, well, no, hold on. I'll tell you, you what you missed, you missed the keyword, Mo, because we know in and out played vultures all game, but they played man defense. Yes, I know. And and James Drysdale. Yes, but you didn't say that. I was going to bring that up right now. No, okay. So <laughs> so let me guess. They started running little quick slants across the no, field. No, 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 no. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Just straight okay. up one-on-one burns? Yes. Okay, let me tell you what happened, okay? So... So, in and out, uh, decided to go man on man, okay? Which, fine. No, is, not fine. Not every play, but fine. You want to okay. mix it up. You want to throw some man in there. Right. On, like, situations where Even it's then. Either, like, tight yardage. So, or, okay, hold on. Wait, I got to stop you. Eagle, are you ever going to play man against Ben McMahon, James Drysdale, they, they Anthony know. Drysdale, but here's Kevin Donnett, or Riley Casey? Okay, I don't, but here's the thing. They don't know I, this team, I get right? It. I know. They but don't, right? So Michael Lozon, look at Fugue. He looked the part, okay? The mouth guard looked like it was a pro NFL mouth guard, okay? The guy had the look. Gloves, <laughs> socks, shoes, headband, okay? I'm watching the play. It's opposite me. He's on the left side, okay? He's lined up like he's like Jalen Ramsey out there, okay, in the, in, in the stands. <laughs> oh, okay. Did he get burned like Jalen Ramsey? <laughs> hold on here, okay? I go, who's he lined up against? Is it more like an Eli Apple? Well, hold on here. So he's lined up against James Drysdale. I go, <laughs> what the hell? This must be a zone. This must be like a cover zone here. They try to disguise it, right? Drysdale runs a, runs a go. 
and and Phil Robinson overthrew him. Like, yeah, yeah. he just overshot the play. Okay. I'm like, oh Didn't he run a post on that one? I, I saw. A then video. he ran a deep post and he burnt them. Not once, not twice. From the not from the outside, from the wide, from the wide he spot. He got burned on a post. He, he got burnt on a That's post, and he got burnt the entire night. Lozon got crushed by James Drysdale. Like James Drysdale took his virginity in that ooh, football game. Ooh, that's a big word. And he really did, and and he took it away from him. And I couldn't believe. It. I go, man, these guys didn't adjust. And Phil Roberts had like a game of games, like a Hall of Fame game, and he won that game. There, there was seven to eight yards of separation from most of the receivers. On every, it on was every crazy play. man, it was wild. So going back to your original question, Iggy, the first thing you're doing when you're going to line up on defense is where is everyone going to stand as the defender on the field? If you're going to play man, or you want to be able to play man without showing you're playing it, you need to ensure that across the field you feel comfortable with who you're lining up against. So if you have your I'll call it the eagle of the defense lined up against their fastest and tallest receiver. There's a mismatch there. You shouldn't let that happen. So you already should be starting to size up your opponents with your guys to make sure based on your understanding or even, and here's my recommendation, don't run man on the first two plays of the game so you get a feel for the game, who's fast, who's slow, who can keep up, who can't. Then start adapting your defense to figure it out. So that should be step number one. Step number two is if you run man on every single play, they know it's coming. So they're going to call man buster plays. They're going to call speed plays. They're going to call plays where if you have a one-on-one that you lose, you lose that matchup, and then they get advantage against you. They know it's coming, and so you need to catch them off guard of when you're going to run man. So you mix that up by throwing in zone coverages. If you've never played zone before, I highly suggest you read our Division 6 article written by Iggy Mans, truly, and written by a section specifically on defenses around zone defenses. If you scroll down a bit, these are in previous articles too if you want to go find them. But this, for example, is a very classic, what's described as a cover two, where you have two players, doesn't really matter which ones, frankly, are playing as your deep safeties anywhere between 10 to 30 yards back. Again, there's a way to play this, but you'll figure it out as you go. And then you have three flat defenders playing in the short anywhere between two to eight, maybe ten yards, depending on game situations. Again, everyone plays it slightly differently in terms of how aggressive you want to be, how much you want to patrol, passive versus aggressive, shoots, etc. We're not going to get into the complicated stuff, but just assign people responsibility on the field. And what you're going to see is that if you go out and you start playing an entire series, playing a very simple single defense, the other team is going to build a playbook to beat that defense. And the trick is to catch them planning against a D and then switching it into the one that completely contests that exact defense that they're calling a play against at the right moment. And that's the chess match that you have to play with the offense and that if they're anticipating man coverage, well then throw an anti-man defense at them. If they're anticipating cover two, that's the play you throw man at them potentially, right? Like there's different ways you could, or cover three, for example, if they're going to try and exploit the, the deep. So there's ways to try and play into that game plan and be smart about how you call your defenses. And then the last one I'm going to bring up, depending on where the ball is on the field, the distance to the first down marker, which down it is, which receivers are lined up where, you have to be smart in terms of which defense you're calling. If it's third and 15, guess what? They need a lot of yards. So you don't necessarily want to give them free yards, obviously, but would you like a fourth and 10? Yes. Would you like a fourth and five? 
Still, yes, but obviously less so. So you could play a little bit more conservative in terms of giving them space in front. Give them those yards. You want them to take a check down at the end of the day. Play a little bit more deep. Play a little bit more into the spots where you anticipate the ball to go. And if they do have it short, crash the person and give them a fourth down long situation, as an example. Versus a third and one, while well, now the advantage is in the offense, so you're almost better off sometimes playing extremely aggressive and giving up the first down for for that matter just because you're trying to make a play on a ball, as an example, right? Because they're going to get another one afterwards. They have to take a chance. You take a chance, and one team wins or the other. So different ways of thinking about how you want to play your defense, but running man against a team with speed when you don't have speed is not the correct call. Sorry. They had no idea. They had no idea. They got brains. What are you going to do? I feel like we're still in Division 6. Yeah, they got burned. Because burnt. I mean when you're playing defense like that, that's basically what you're doing, well, right? Like, and this isn't this isn't the upper divisions where you can literally match up across the board and it's just a matter of placing the ball in the right spot. If you're getting burned by the best receivers in the game on every play, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, yes. they're going to figure it out. Yeah, so I think I think they're miscast for the division that they signed up for, right? If this is if we're talking about this in Division 4, we're talking about simple zone quote-unquote simple zone defenses, uh, I think that's just a testament and speaks to uh, perhaps yeah. being in the wrong division. All right. Uh, who could be the Div 4 receiver of the year? And there's a bunch of pass catchers who've done very well for themselves. Uh, you got Jordan Allard, yeah. Alex Noel, Julian Nelson from Mofos, who I like a lot, Nicholas Gropini, who we like a lot, Remy Lucier included. So who you got as the favorite to win receiver of the year? Uh, if I had to put a favorite chip right now, uh, I think Jared Buck really likes his new weapon in uh, in Jordan Allard. If you filter by the yards, uh, Eagle. Yeah. Right Four hundred one ten. What? He's right there. Four hundred one ten. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean he's the number one uh, yardage receiver right now. Um, yeah, but Alex Noel has one less game played, and he's almost up there. Fair. So. Uh, fair and yeah. Uh, Same number of receptions. So yeah, but four more TDs from Jordan Allard, right? One more game though. So yeah, yeah. So wh- and you know this. If you pro rate it, no, uh, but there's no pro rating. That's no. the thing, right? There is no pro rating. I look at now. I do it when it's and, and it by it I don't mean pro rate. I mean I look at the games played when the stats are close. So and they are in this case up until the TDs. So receptions the same, yards. Let's just call it the same. If I stop looking there, then I'll look at games played and I'll say, oh, Alex Noel did it in one less game. But the fact that Allard has four more TDs is enough for me to ignore the games played aspect of it. So uh, I I think uh, Jared Bucks really likes the 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 new weapon. Uh, that he has in in Jordan Allard. Um I don't believe he has Justin Centillo on the team, which uh, which would have taken targets away from uh, from Jordan Allard. So um, I'll go Jordan Allard. So I was gonna say, if you had a player called Dawson Sparagna playing for the Reet, they'd be really good on this yeah. list. Yes. Unfortunately, they're splitting reps. Yeah, yeah they're gonna kill the vote from each other. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna yeah. go Julian Nelson from Mofos. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've watched him play now. I think three, four games, and I, I know they went with Raheem Charles a quarterback for the time being, and Raheem Charles is a fantastic thrower. I think Nelson can definitely put up numbers. I think he will. With if Raheem is still the quarterback for them going towards the final four games of the regular season, and if he does, I think um, Nelson could hit. Uh, over 
15 touchdowns. I, I think that, that's a possibility. He could very well have um, 700. 700 yards could be a target number that he can have. And I think he could very well be over 40 plus catches as well. So I think 40, 40 catches, 650, and I think about 15 to 20 touchdowns. I think that's my guy that can win it this year. And, and what if Tiamoko Sanogo of Mofos is quarterbacking? Well, that's it. I think he's banged up right now, so that's why he's not throwing. Uh-huh. So we keep Charles just throwing for them. And uh, Sanogo's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I love his flair that he has. But but if Rakeem's the quarterback, I think he can definitely make this team much more dynamic and get Nelson the receiver of the year. So what you're saying is Tiamoko Sanofo of the Mofos is the no-go? Yes. For <laughs> he sure. doesn't. He does, he's not a fan of the show, Eagle. He ha, he doesn't know the uh, what what we're insinuating and making a reference and a callback to. Yes, uh, friends with Danny, the most dangerous two and five team. Uh, they got the sheriff, Cam I, and Mofo stand off the year. Are they playoff bound or are they going to miss out? Um, so was that a question that are they the most dangerous or are you pl- proclaiming them the most dangerous uh, two and five team? We'll say are they the most dangerous two and five team? Are they the most dangerous two and five team right now? Um, and who are the other ones? Uh, Eagle, you're already on the team picture. Um, who are we looking at at two and five? At uh, two and five? Yes. Well, you got the baby magic at two and four, so that doesn't count, I guess. Uh, Blue Dreamers, Ball Don't Lie, they're all at two and four. Golden Eagles at two and four. <laughs> uh, so now what Eagle's been saying all, all night, there's no one else at two and five No, as I scroll up. Uh, so let's call it the two the two win teams then. Um, although although I really like the progression of uh, Guillaume Boulanger <laughs> with uh, Bebe Magic and slash Red Dragons and Div 5, um, I think Franz and Danny are just more experienced than them. Uh, so I'll give them the edge over Bebe Magic. Um, I think they're, uh, would you say they're on par with Golden Eagles, uh, friends with Danny, or perhaps a, a slight edge over? I think slight edge over them. Yeah, I'll, I'll say the same. Um, I think they're better than Ball Don't Lie. I think uh, Blue Dreamers have been interesting at 2-4, and four, sitting at 2-4 and four right now. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to probably give the edge to uh, to friends with Danny there as well. Uh, so look, already that's three, three or four teams that their uh, comparables are, and I think they're better than all of them. So I think they have the case to be the best uh, two and four or two and five team right now in the division. Yeah. Um, so how will they fare against their next? I think Sheriff have been struggling. Uh, I see a win there. I think Kiss My In Laws will be uh, will be a fun game of. I haven't actually played against the Jared Buck uh, yeah. offense slash defense uh, or franchise. Um, that one, well, that one will be fun. Uh, mofos will be interesting as well for friends with yeah, Danny. They're they're gonna be a wild card. Mofos again, whoever is quarterback for them. Yeah, the Baby Magic is not a good team. No, they're, they are. They're, they're not a good team. I you s- you I uh, you caught them against Mofos uh, this past yeah, Wednesday. And no, they no, no, got no. Exposed, no, 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 no. That like, you caught them on an off night. I yeah, yeah. I have no idea what happened. Maybe Mo, you can. Oh, I can tell you what happened. Maybe their maybe baby Mo. Got, their quarterback got ripped. Guillaume Boulanger did not yeah. look good. He was off in the red zone. Oh, that's they sucks. were shut out, thirty-five nothing. Yeah, didn't have a good game. So oh, that sucks because he's been having. Because that's just a uh, and those uniform numbers are awful, by the way. Oh, are they? Are they yeah, pink? Yeah, pink with white numbers. E, yeah, you can't see them. Um, 
that that's a blip in the radar for uh for Guillaume Boulanger. Uh it's I wouldn't have said that last even last Fall Cup, I wouldn't have, you know, been as adamant as I am right now. Uh I would have been like, Oh, Guillaume Boulanger had another poor performance. That that sucks. Now I'm now I'm surprised that that happened. Look, we know Mofos are very athletic. Um, a pick or two, I don't mind Guillaume Boulanger throwing, but to not throw a touchdown when he's he's really he's I think and I don't think this is controversial. I think he's the fastest rising quarterback in the shortest amount of time since the Fall Cup. He's his quarterback play, and it doesn't you're you might have recency bias from what you saw yesterday. But I'm telling he you, he better step it up. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. He has stepped it up. He's the leading thrower and and passing in yards in Division Five. It's five B to be fair. I know you're com- you're you're seeing this through the lens of Div Four right now, but even in Div Four, he he put up. I think it was close to thirty points against our defense with Kiss My In Laws, uh, thirty if I want, or maybe twenty six. We'll find out how this plays out for him moving ahead here. It is now time for Games of the Week. All right, here we go. All right, let's go through this. We're going to start with Coed Division 2, the Villains Badgers. Badgers. I'll go Villains. Hungry Hippos, Kiss My End Zone. Kiss My End Zone. I can't pick it. Fireball, Bench Warmers. Uh, Fireball. I'll go bench warmers. The IG team, block party. IG team. IG. Flashbang team, deep balls. Deep balls. I'll go deep balls as well. Fighting tigers, fit squad. Tigers. I'll go fit squad. Flamingos, team rocket. Flamingos. Uh, no, team rocket. All right, co-ed division three. Half and half, fast, not furious. Three. Fast, not furious. I'll go half and half. Canicule, blocked party. Uh, Give me Athena Ryan and Canicule. Michael Scott's Tots, Packer. Scott's Tots. Give me the Tots. La Sec, Sneaky Snakes. La Sec, the rebound. Oh, the first win of the season, Mo, for La Sec. Coed one, Les Petits Fuck, Power Rangers. Uh, PR. I'll go Power Rangers. Northern Braves, Girl Scouts. Braves. Braves. Free Smoke, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. I'll go Power Rangers too. Uh, party mix, easy fun. Uh, easy fun. I'm oh, sorry, party mix. Party yeah, mix, P- party PM mix. for me. Yeah, the Justice League, Le Bleu. Bleu. Justice League. And Fast Not Furious, Kiss My Outlaws. Kiss My Outlaws. You know, Le Bleu, it's not the women's. Uh, yeah, bleu. No. yeah, okay. Uh, I'll go Kiss My Outlaws. We got Division 5A, Him University, Red, not Skins. Him University. <sighs> this one's tough. I'll go Red, not Skins. Ballers, Tip Top Shape. Ballers. I'll go Tip Top Shape. Clinkers, Backwoods Football Club. Clinkers. Uh, oh, Clinkers. Oof, but it's not, I don't like it. No friend zone, save the turf tools. Turf tools. Can't pick it. Ice up, Buffalo Wild Wings. Ice up. I'll go ice up. Rico Riders, let's speak easy. Riders. I'll go Riders. Menace to Sobriety, West Island Boys. Sobriety. Wib. Tokyo Sandblasters, practice squad five. Sandblasters. I'll go Tokyo. 
Big Fat Bats, les petits carottes. Big Fat Bats. Big Fat Bats. Vision 5B, Warriors, Stormers. Warriors. Uh, Warriors. Cover 3, Killer Rays. Rays. KR. Him You, Brewers. Uh, him You. I'll go Him You. Pocket Rockets, Team Sexy. Team Sexy. Team Sexy. Red Dragons, Ball So Hard You. Uh, ball So Hard. I'll go Dragons. No Punt Intended, Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Uh, Bulldogs as well. The Penetrators, Les Bleu Dry. Penetrators. That's a good matchup. I'll go Penetrators by one. What could have been Primetime. Uh, Primetime. I now cannot pick this game. Wolf, Green Monster. Uh, Green Monster. I'll go Wolf with the upset. All right. We're going to go Women's 1. Vortex, Fleur de Lis. Uh, The Fleurs. I'll go Vortex. Ghosted, Stars. Stars. Uh, stars. Montreal U, Brut. Uh, brut. Give me Brut. Bees, Les Bleus. Uh, bees. I'll go Les Bleus. And Fit Squad, Bleu Pou. Bleu Pou. Yeah, Bleu Pou. Women's 2, Les Petits Miettes, Wildcats. Uh, LPM. I'll go uh, Wildcats. Les Loups, Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Steelers, Les Ibu. Steelers. Ibu! Extreme Bullets, Cavaliers. Great. Cavaliers. Uh, Cavaliers. Dream Killers, Linkset. Dream Killers. Linext. And <laughs> Carababes, Linkset. Oh, that one's good. Carababes. I will go Linext. All right. 35 plus, you have a bye week. Enjoy your ice packs. Thank God. Division 3, Jif. Mangoes. Ooh, this is uh, Ben McMahon versus James Drysdale. I'll go Mangoes. Preach, Blackouts. Uh, blackouts. I'll go Preach. The Infantry, Free Smoke 1. Infantry. Infantry. Greendale Human Beings, Alpha Dogs. Uh, Greendale. <laughs> I'll go Greendale. Junkyard Dogs, Beer Belly Brigade. Uh, junkyard Dogs. Yeah, Junkyard. Bearskins, une phrase bien fournie. Uh, bearskins. I'll go... Bear skins, but I don't like it. KGP Raw, Air Force One. Uh, KGP Raw, didn't do it. Raw, Raw, yeah. Raw. Easy W, that's what she said. Easy W, uh, that's what she said. Yeah, what? <laughs> that That is the game mode, so who are you picking? Uh, Easy W. Okay. <laughs> I'll go uh, uh, Michael Scott. Uh, Silent Ticklers, the Stoics. Uh, Stoics. I'll go Ticklers. Les Malut, Silent Ticklers. Uh, Silent Ticklers. I'll go Ticklers two in a row. Backyard Bullies, Arouche. Uh, Arouche. I'll go Arouche Challenge for next week. Arouche. Les Verschevol, Never Overtime. LVF. Yeah, LVF. Speed Academy, Blues Clues. Speed Academy. Blues Clues are hot. Give me Blues. Ligro Cook, Mongoose. Ooh, I'll go Mongoose with this one. All right, Division 1, KGP Plus, Bulldogs. Uh, KGP Plus. Uh, Plus. Kangaroos, Double Straddle. Kangaroos. Uh, After an Aaron Rodgers-like retreat, give me Kangaroos. Braves, Party Crashers. Uh, Braves. Yeah, let's go Braves. Division 2, Terror Squad, KGP. Terror Squad. Uh, KGP. Blessed, Killabees. Blessed. Blessed. Urgence Medic, Party Crashers Blue. UM. 
I'll go Party Crashers Blue with an upset. Moretti Crime Family, Vengeance. 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 Terror Squad, Touch Foot, 450. Terror Squad. TS. Braves 2.0, God Skills. Braves. 2.0. Division 6, X-Men, Trailer Park Boys. X-Men. X-Men. LaSalle Warriors Midget, Texas Chooches. Warriors. Warriors. Dime Squad, Practice Squad 6. Dime Squad. Dime Squad. Dewey Molasses, Wind Diesel. Wind Diesel. Wind Diesel, right, Eagle? Dak to the Future, Threat Level of Midnight. Dak to the Future. Dak. Pigeons, Demons. Demons. Uh, Demons. Top G, Toon Squad. Toon Squad. Uh, Top G. FA Squad, Towers FT. Towers FT. FA Squad. Fiddlers, Jiprock State University. Fiddlers. Fiddlers. Are we going that Monday, by the way, Iggy, or? What? Hebert? I'm scorekeeping Saint Laurent. Uh, okay. I'm scorekeeping the next game. Sag. Uh, Habibis, Maccabees. Maccabees. I'll go Habibis. Mountain Dew Babies, Seatown Spice. Mountain Dew. Uh, Mountain Dew. No Fly Zone, Fiddlers. Fiddlers. Go Fiddlers. Bananas, don't blink. Don't blink. Don't tell me what to do. I'll go bananas. MTL Red Blacks, Baby Rays. Red Blacks. Uh, Baby Rays. And lastly, Division 4, Ball Don't Lie, Blue Dreamers. Blue Dreamers. Uh, Blue Dreamers. Fourth and Schlong, still CRA. Fourth and Schlong. Schlong. The Reet, Trap Stars. Reet. Reet. Vultures, Golden Eagles. Vultures. I'll go Vultures. Friends with Danny, the Sheriff. Danny. Danny. Martin and Flag, Kiss My Enemies. Oh, it's good. Martin. Ooh, can't pick it. Voodoo, Mangoose. Uh, Mangoose. It's Mangoose, by the way. Uh, I'll go Voodoo. Besset et ses potes, les Jet Plain. Jet Plain. Oh, Besset. Team Ethnic, Bruins. Bruins. Uh, Bruins. The Heartbreak Kids, Diamond Bougie. Diamond Bougie. Bougie! Balls deep, in and out. Balls deep. Uh, Balls deep. Wide open bar, Bandits. Open bar. The wide open bar. Bandits, cunning stunts. Bandits. Ah, the split team. I'll go cunning stunts. And our last game, Les Bleus Branleurs Nomads. LBB. I'll go Nomads. All right. Jesus, that's long. That was long. I lost my chance. Oof. I was tired about that. All right. Uh, I forget who wanted us to do this in a reel, and I was like, it's 10 minutes long for our Yeah, someone you crazy. Yeah. Um, I told you we were taking a long time on them. We're just going through the teams. Yeah, yep. There's a lot of games. Yeah. Magic words, please. I don't do that. Good night. Peace. Enjoy your trip. Oh, yeah. He's going to apparently Hawaii weather is going to be awful. So sucks to be you. At least it's not negative 21. Yeah. <laughs>